Happy Black History Month, y'all. We going out with a bang, Black History Bang. Bang. <laughs> bang. <laughs> this week's show, we talked All-Star Weekend, highs, lows, takeaways. We talked about LeBron James's uh, media runs that he had and what that could mean for his future. Talked about the Juwan Howard uh, muff slap. I got him suspended. <laughs> Talked a little Winter Olympics and some random sports that we ended up watching. Some transactional news, of course. Talked about the ESPN and the Athletic both ranking the top 75 NBA players of all time. Talking about the top 10 and which list we agreed with. Talked about the NBA players that inspired us to you know, fall in love with the game of basketball. We talked some betting odds. Tim challenged Tyree Hill to a foot race. And, and we had an amazing draft where we drafted a, a music group, all black artists. So every music artist of all time drafted drafted a team or a group to come out of that. And I cannot wait for y'all to hear the groups that we drafted. Also, just a little alert for all of y'all. Next week, we are going to have some news for y'all. So stay tuned sure. to what what we're working on. Tim, will you give the people our social medias? Sure. It is at Technical File, T-E-C-K. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker on Instagram and the Twitter. Uh, Technical File Podcast on the Facebook and the YouTube. And it's www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K once again on that motherfucker for our website, which also has, uh, I believe, a link to our Facebook page that has a link to our Facebook group technical file pod over time we could join in with the listeners the fans and the fan and don't All forget that down there. the you uh, not youtube tgn sports radio app check us out live well that time is going to change but <laughs> right but we we'll keep y'all informed we'll keep y'all we'll informed we'll keep y'all informed but right now we're on the tgn app so you can go ahead and check us out over there as well enjoy the show y'all it's a phone Episode 239 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Catch'em, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Gotta have a little self-control this week. I'm at the crib and shit, so, you know. <laughs> also, you get your family the courtesy, but not us. Ah, hey, yeah, yeah, that's how I am. I'm J. <laughs> Only known as. J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door, you know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. It is your boy, the gentleman. The gentleman. Um, the everyday gentleman. 24-7. Or better known as KDD. Let me uh let me tell y'all what I'm laughing at. Hold on, man. I the first comment done came through on the on the on the stream. <laughs> this here. motherfucker here. Ain't this a hold on, what he alright, bro. Hell no. I the very right. first comment then came through. Yeah, yeah. Had, yeah, to, had to, to bring uh, up Triple T. <laughs> came through and said, Tim out here with the little Bill Fro. So, you know, 
encouragement for y'all to come watch this YouTube version of the show and see what Tim looking like. Hey, Sport I gotta run my shit out. <laughs> Sport fact of the week. Uh, yeah. So today is 2 22 So shout out Chris Middleton. It's a Tuesday. It's just all twos. I'm the two of uh no, let me take that back because easy from sweats and suits gonna be on my ass. Um <laughs> February 22nd, 1959. <laughs> <laughs> in the inaugural Daytona. 500, Lee Petty and Johnny Bochamp. Uh, they crossed the finish line side by side. Bochamp was declared the unofficial ruling, unofficial winner, but that ruling was overturned three days later by NASCAR founder Bill France. So there was some, you know, Daytona 500. That was their first like big, big time race in NASCAR. Um, There's a photo finish. It was apparently helped launch like NASCAR is like a really powerhouse sport. So. We never talk about motorsports on here, so I figure it's a nice little motorsports. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Triple T in the comments really quick said that he's just still mad that Tim killed him in Madden, so don't mind him. He's getting the jokes off tonight. Oh, that's all right. that is. So, so when a grown man can't light up the scoreboard, that's all I'm going to say. Ooh. I was going to say, what was the reason last week? Because he was on your ass last week. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. So uh, Just some friendly Tim banter, that's all. That's all. Right. As we get into this show, we do want to say if you were in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or the greater Milwaukee area, Wisconsin, uh, we had an ice storm. Sure. So at the moment, my car is completely iced over. And I mean, I we cannot, I cannot physically get into my vehicle. So <laughs> we at home, we at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> chilling, chilling. Yeah, I'm not alone with the iced out cars. And this ain't no. the way I wanted my car to be iced out, but tis what it is so hopefully that melts soon otherwise i'll just be home for the next i don't know however many days until it's not freezing work week (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. i don't think it's supposed to break freezing until like friday so we're gonna have to figure that out before time we got somewhere to go (laughs) man but no uh all that being said we're gonna get into the show we're gonna start with all-star weekend all-Star Weekend has come and gone. We are, you know, without basketball now until Thursday. It's 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 been weird not having no <laughs> basketball. We without Bucks basketball until Saturday. Like what? <laughs> Anywho, All-Star Weekend. We just go over the events of the weekend, give our opinions on it, of course, and then we're gonna have to spend some time delving into the comments of Mr. LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron James. And I can't wait to get Ken's input on on these things. So starting off with, you know, Friday night, we had Team Barry who won the Rising Stars game. Kate Cunningham was the MVP. Did y'all watch the Rising Stars game? And if so, how did y'all like the changes to that event? It was on. (laughs) Was I paying attention? Not really. Um, No, I was was in and out of it. I did kind of like that shooting stars, shooting skills competition, like, that was fun and embarrassing for was it Scotty Barnes? And Scotty Barnes. Oh my god! That man oh. could not make a uh, a money for nothing, bro. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what just I was like, why Tim get all big? My mouse must have went over the wrong icon. You, <laughs> you expanded on the video. I was like, yo, it's a lot of Tim right now. Hey, like in person. <laughs> No, no, don't uh, do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. 
Is that oh, the end of your uh, Friday night thoughts? <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe the game should be shorter. Like, I don't think we need every game to be that long. Like, I didn't see it. I wish I'd have seen it. I, I had to, like, uh, 40 or something like that. How long was the game? I really enjoyed it. They, the first two games were to 50 points, and then the last championship game was to 25 points. That doesn't seem like it's that long. Was it that long? It didn't feel I mean, that like long to me while like, I was watching it. To me. Was it four games? Three. Yeah. It was three games in the shooting contest. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. I really liked it, um, but I think part of why I enjoyed it so much is because I enjoy the talent that's in the league right now. So it was like just each team, I was like there was someone I wanted to see. And yeah. it was just – it was competitive. The guys were into it when that uh, score kept creeping closer to that final target score. You, you saw the defense kicking up mm-hmm. a little bit more. You saw them really playing. I had fun with it. Like, that's probably the most fun I've had with a Rising Stars game, which admittedly is not that high of a bar. But uh, it's it's something to say, like, it was the best Rising Stars game that I can remember in the last, I'll say, 10 years easy. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Did you watch, Ken? Um, I watched the first two games. Um, then after that, I kind of checked out. Yeah, but yeah, it was entertaining though. Uh, just like you, just like you said though, especially like when it came down to getting closer to fifty, you could see, you know, the intensity pick up though, and it was dope. Just seeing like young stars that we normally don't watch, like on a daily basis or whatever, mm-hmm. seeing them uh, get displayed was really dope. Then you had All Star Saturday night, which is some people's favorite night of the whole weekend. You know, you mm-hmm. have the skills challenge, you got the three point challenge, and then you had the dunk contest. Team Cavs won the skills yeah. challenge, Crockett Town won the three-point contest, and then Obi Toppin won the dunk contest. So I set that up to give y'all the mic, whoever wanted to start first. What were your thoughts on All-Star Saturday night? And what was your favorite event of the <laughs> Saturday night slate? If this is supposed to be a showcase for the league, like they completely dropped the ball. Like I don't mind. Like it was convoluted as hell but like I didn't mind the skills competition format but like maybe don't have like rookies and g-leaguers in there trying to show off like skills and shooting but like don't have the Adetta Kumbros in there for shooting like good lord you know for entertainment <laughs> oh value because like all you're doing is setting up like Reggie Miller and Dwayne Wade to talk shit about like how bad the players are like how bad they can't shoot and all like actually sell the league like as as a fan of the league that wants to see it do well like put people in a position to where like they can succeed and that the league can look better as a reflection like the dunk contest like you know it's hit or miss like maybe don't build your entire night up to something that could be a dud that leaves a sour taste in everybody's mouth like the three-point contest is always going to be good because everybody can well everybody that they put in it can shoot and it's exciting because it's just watching, huh? <laughs> I saying you never know. Yeah. But like, and then that thing with like the curries, like that was just like, get this shit off my teeth. Yeah. Like, really yeah. That was unnecessary. We didn't need no newlywed <laughs> game at All-Star Saturday night. <laughs> Wait, they had a, when they it's had like a curry the curries, game? Especially when it's the curries who are hated in Cleveland. Like, oh shit. <laughs> Wait, the curries had a game? Yeah. You know they got that they got like a HBO show like about last night or something like that. So somehow yeah. they 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 were able to promote their show during All Star Saturday night. 
in a blindfolded contest where it was like which of the which one of the you two would do this like of you two who leaves a party last and they uh, had okay. they had glasses of Gatorade to do it like like one was red meaning her and one was blue meaning him and then they would drink and then both of them had the same answer they would get a point and they were competing like against TikTok. they're competing against two chains and his wife it was it was really <laughs> random. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, that is random, it, but it was it was not. Um, to, I guess, mm-mm. but to Eric's point, with the showcasing of the league, like you did have your brightest stars there for the most part, though. So they did for which part? Is, for most of the, like the the All Star Weekend, as far as far as like the Curries was there again, they hated in Cleveland, but oh, Steph oh, is one of the biggest faces in the league. But he he, he wasn't them. participating in it though. <laughs> What I'm like saying was, is the NBA still because he played in an All Star game as well. Like we haven't gotten to the actual game. We, we talking about Saturday. We talking about Saturday. Saturday. Saturday again, I, I like the festivities of Saturday. Regardless, outside of the dunk contest, wait, hold on, time out. So you didn't know the Curry's play. So like, did you? Actually no, no, no. I didn't before? know they had an actual event thing. That's what I was asking about the Curry's. Oh, that's what I said. The Curry's had a game. I didn't know they had okay, a. But did you watch All Star Saturday night? I watched the most of the three point shooting. I missed Cat winning it. I watched the skills with the Under the Coon Bros. That was terrible for them. Cleveland Mobley was terrible. It wasn't was that bad. I don't know. The shooting part, no, the shooting part was bad. The passing part was good. Um, but it was more so like Evan Mobley was really shining during that event. Like he was showing his ass. I, I like that. He was more so the highlight of that entire thing. But it wasn't that bad. I thought the uh, the Brooks had a chance too initially until the passing part. But I did watch. <laughs> so it wasn't like I just completely missed it. I did watch. I just didn't see that part. I don't think All-Star Saturday night is as bad as Eric was saying. I don't necessarily think it was as good as, as you were saying. Oh, no, I'm either. not saying it was amazing. Okay, because you were saying like, they were showcasing stars. <laughs> no, because like, the dunk contest takes it all the way down to at least a 50%. Like, that shit was god-awful, bro. I didn't so, want enough. Fuck that. My thing with that is, <laughs> when it comes to the All-Star weekend, um, and just in general, like, the NFL Pro Bowl is trash. We all know it's trash. Yes. Uh, and the NBA All-Star Weekend can be hit or miss. Some some weeks you're gonna or some years you're gonna get a really exciting Saturday night. And I always feel like the the talk about the dunk contest is a little overblown mm-hmm. because that's how the dunk contest has always worked. Like there's always like a really great year the dunk contest, and everybody, oh the dunk contest back, we back baby, we back, we out here. And then, like, the next three or four be trash. And then it's like, oh, the dunk contest. They should get rid of the dunk contest. And we need to make changes to the dunk contest. And then somebody who can dunk come back. And then it's like, oh, the dunk contest back. It's like a cycle of how people <laughs> react to the dunk contest. Um, that doesn't – like, this year's was bad. It was a bad dunk yeah. contest. But I don't think they need to get rid of said dunk contest. Um oh. so the, the skills challenge with the rules were kind of convoluted, where it was kind of hard to understand – what they were saying should be happening, but I thought it was actually fun and and pra- like seeing them out there doing it split up into shooting, passing, and then the, the obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was exciting. Like even though the the Kumbro, the Kumbros can't shoot, they came out and knocking down five pointers off top. So you had an illusion at the beginning where you like, oh, this might be this. <laughs> it didn't pan out, but like you don't need it to for it to be exciting. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was it, entertaining. It was entertaining. it was entertainingly trash. Like it was t- entertainingly terrible for them to shoot. Because like you didn't that know was, what was gonna happen. You didn't know that after like, the first two. Yeah, then you had the team, the the rook to the or not the rooks team cast, which I thought was a nice touch to have a hometown based team for shoot. the whole city. That was fun, and they had so much crowd support. I loved it. The three point contest was cool, which it always is for me. 
Uh, I didn't realize how little Carlton Towns doesn't jump. So I was, oh yeah, he he got a little advantage built in right there with that little set shot that he'd be using. But I thought it was cool. Like I, we haven't gotten to Sunday night, but like Friday night and Saturday night are usually underwhelming. I had fun with both nights. I didn't know who the hell was in a celebrity game. I, just, I, just, I don't count that. I don't count that part. <laughs> I was watching. I'm like, who the fuck is that? That you watched? <laughs> I was. We, we had a hotel on, on Friday, so the only thing we threw on, we threw on ESPN. So I had an All Star Weekend. Well, ESPN only had the celebrity games. I mean, the TNT, whatever, whatever. We was watch, I was watching that on Friday night, and then Saturday we kind of moved into another. But yeah, yeah, I was do that on the TV. <clears throat> Some background. <laughs> I just want to clarify for the conversation. I'm not saying that the night was trash. I'm just saying like uh, you can like because the conversation coming out of it is like this was trash. So you set yourself up for failure by maybe structuring it the way that you did or selecting the people that you did because mm-hmm. like you're not making you're not putting the foot the league on its best footing. That was all my point was. But and yeah, I was and saying, I, mean, I wasn't saying like get rid of the dunk contest, like just maybe do skills competition, mm-hmm. dunk contest, and three pointer. Because yeah, you can get bigger stars for three pointer, like you kind of mitigate the fact that it may or may not be good. The dunk contest may or may not be good because, like, you're building up to three-point. Yeah, I, think I wouldn't be mad with three-point ending the night. I think because that's, a, like you mentioned, it's a it's a part of the weekend that you know will consistently be entertaining. Mm-hmm. I can that's agree fair. with that. That is fair. And also, it didn't help that the uh, – Either the referees or the announcers didn't know the rules of the skills <laughs> No one knew the rules. Like they couldn't explain what was going on, so they didn't know. I think we. No uh, there's a tie, but it was it's broken by how many passes they made first. <laughs> <laughs> Even like the three point when they had like they was tied going into the final round is like now nah, you're gonna shoot a three pointer. Like at home, I thought that each player on the team was going to shoot a That's three. That's what Dwayne Wade thought. Which probably why I thought it because he's talking about what's gonna happen. <laughs> and then you found out that, but then you found out that Giannis and his brothers thought the same thing. So that's why they picked the NASAs to go out there because they said, had we known it was only going to <laughs> be that. one person to go <laughs> shoot, we would have put Alex out there. <laughs> but the NASAs was like, I'm the oldest. Let me, you know, go first and hold it down. He didn't hold it down for POP though. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't hold it down. <laughs> But, um, yeah, then you got the Sunday night. <laughs> team LeBron defeated Team Durant. LeBron. 163 to 160. Steph Curry was named the MVP. That motherfucker there. And as Eric said, <laughs> Steph Curry was getting booed all weekend in Cleveland. And let me say real quick, shout out to all the Cleveland fans. I like that energy. Y'all kept – that was the proper energy to have for somebody who y'all saw in the finals four years, and he won three of them. <laughs> I respect that energy. But I also respect the fact that as he was knocking them threes down, <laughs> they turned the chairs. The motherfucker turned face was, real quick. You can't help but cheer. He was hitting some outlandish threes and running up the court. Not even looking back at the motherfucker. Just all right, bro. I'm out. Like what the? F- He's the only one looking the opposite direction. Everybody else looking at the damn ball. Then they look at him going opposite direction. Like what the fuck is this, bro? <laughs> Just unreal. Like the type of night that Steph Curry had. He was on the team with LeBron. He was on the floor with LeBron James, Giannis, Jokic, who was it? DeRozan, and he was still getting triple team. Yeah, <laughs> still knocking him down. <laughs> like the rest of y'all can beat us. Like this nigga ain't getting a shot off. Fifty points, and most were threes. He only hit. He had one floater. <laughs> that floater was the fifty. 
<laughs> that, was, that was number 50. Everything else is just bombs away, my guy, from the logo, from half court, from the bench, from the fan <laughs> section, from the photo op section. Like, motherfuckers everywhere, dog. <laughs> that man shot 27 threes. That's crazy. He made 16 of them. God damn you know how tired you I don't care. People be like, oh, it wasn't no defense. I don't care. You know how first of all, putting up 27 <laughs> shots. It's in a game. In a game. <laughs> Half speed, full speed. In a game, 27 shots is a lot. <laughs> but and your wide rec games is like eight, eight shots, bro. <laughs> like you getting seven, eight shots again. He put 27. Like Steph is like the anti Giannis because like he definitely gets the All Star game because like he was bombing away and then playing zero deep like he was just <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he had like he had like two blocks he had like two blocks in the All Star game. Andrew Wiggins, Steph, hey, hey, I don't know which version of the broadcast y'all watched for the All Star game, but I watched the TBS version of the broadcast with the inside guys. Which apparently and was I, it was I, I would imagine it was so much fun. They had Draymond, who was a live reporter on the sideline for because you know he got that deal with Turner. <laughs> yeah, don't do he that was on the team. <laughs> but he, yeah. he was mic'd up the whole time. He talking about them. Don't put me in the conference. No, don't put me with him. It's like don't say that. Tumble? It was spicy. No. no, that last guy you said. <laughs> who, who are you talking? Rudy Gobert. Yeah, don't don't talk. Me and Dude ain't the same. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. I'm like, damn, damn, damn. You know you live, right? So I might, my guy. Oh, like, hold on, now y'all in the same building. <laughs> Relax. He's trying to get booked out the paint. Like, huh? What you say? No, I say he said fucking politely. It wasn't that yeah. polite. It wasn't. Just you can be on. you can be on TV. <laughs> But yeah, he he was clearly going for that All Star uh, MVP, which was funny because you saw that LeBron was also like doing like he was going for it. He was putting up all kinds of shots. Two for hey, eleven. Shit wasn't dropping. It was not. Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna hit him with this one right here. No, you ain't. <laughs> I was like, he dropping, bro. What the fuck? He, the last one counted, but damn, bro. The rest damn. of them like. Giannis would have had a would have had a triple double in the All Star game had LeBron knocked down some of them shots because Giannis kept hit and LeBron was clank <laughs> clank. I was like, come then, on, fan. wide open in the corner. Let me look down real quick. Nope. <laughs> God <laughs> damn, the look down didn't even work. Wasn't nobody there. <laughs> like damn, bro. Like, uh. Yeah, and if y'all notice, none of the none of the Lakers fans are on here defending them. Like, nope. I think I think we're gonna find out why in a little bit. Nope. I'm coming home. <laughs> if you ask Darius Garland, he's gonna be like, nope. No. Nah. <laughs> I'm good, fam. I'm good, fam. They gotta call me first to ask about you. I'm good, fam. <laughs> like, we okay. We okay over here, fam. We okay over here. Like, Evan in the room too. We good. But yeah, that any other thoughts on the game itself before I bring up like the, the 75 aspect of the weekend? No, it's fun. I like how they um they allowed each side to split the cost. I mean, the uh, the wins for the charities. So, like, one team won the first quarter, one team won the second quarter. Mid- oh, yeah, how each quarter, is quarter like a mini split game. Both the, so, the charities yeah. all got the exact same amount of nessies outside of Steph Curry. They didn't do that on purpose. I was going to say, who allowed it? Yeah, it wasn't allowed. It was not on purpose. It was just the teams were – they played well. Like, it was a very even game. Um, like, to so, your point about the rookie challenge, like, you could tell, like, once it started getting down to the end of the quarter, like – 
they actually started to try to win the quarter. So mm-hmm. I think the new format works, and I'm happy oh, yep. with it. And I think it needs to carry <laughs> yeah. on. I think it's a different uh, conversation for later down the road, like if that needs to be adapted more widely for any other scenarios in the NBA. But like for all-star game, like I think this is the perfect format for now. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. It's fun. Um, it's fun. Also, what I, what I didn't love was Chris Paul talking about, let me come in for uh, a ceremony assist. Fam, you just broke your hand. There is no need for a customary assist. Like, we know you can – come on, get out of here. They told us this two hours ago. You talking about coming in. What? That assist was like he would have the record for most assists in the All-Star game, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Imagine that's a price somewhere pissed. <laughs> I don't think he even got an assist during the game, though, did he? No, he didn't. After the box score up, he was 0 for 1 oh. with one file in two Dang. minutes. You came in for an assist and you got a file? Yeah, he tried to steal the ball from Gobert and fouled him. I was like, well, now we fouling? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris. Okay. I mean, at least uh, it was his coach that was coaching him. So, like, that was his decision. Because if it, because like, if, if I was like Frank Vogel, well, not Frank Vogel, because. Sorry, but like if I was Steve Kirk coaching, like I would have been like, Yeah, Chris, go ahead, get out there. Uh, you want five more minutes? Go ahead, like injure that, injure that wrist. I mean, injure that thumb a little bit more. That's like uh, one more thought on this since we'll be moving to the 75 thing. But on that TBS version of the broadcast, Draymond had the mic, he go up to uh, Devin Booker, and he's like, Are y'all gonna win the West? And I was sitting there at first and I was like, that's a weird question coming at this moment. Like, I know you're a reporter in this moment, but you also played for the Warriors. So, okay. And Devin Booker gave the most uh, PC. He's like, hey, man, we take it a game at a time, day by day. But, you know, we're just trying to get to the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens. But we're, we love our team. And Draymond's like, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. But <laughs> 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 what else you supposed to say, man? All right, but – the part that really made, I think, this particular All-Star game, one of my favorites was the halftime festivities, which included honoring all of the NBA 75 members who made the trip to Cleveland. Um, and those who did not, you got to see them in a video waving, which <laughs> I don't know how much I enjoyed. Some people, oh, like Scotty Pippen was waving all. I, that man was like looking like this and he was waving up. <laughs> Looking up, I'm like, who are you pointing to, fam? You- <laughs> no, they done stitched all those people together and put uh, the Family Matters uh, theme song behind I saw it. That. Like, oh, bro. <laughs> it, looked, it, it made it more enjoyable, though. Hey, uh, everybody in their presidential wave. Tim Duncan. I got to go back and watch. It was this one older black guy. Hands were fucking huge, yo. Oh, his, his finger was like, yeah. Bro, bro, bro. I was like, oh, this <laughs> is huge, bro. You break your fingers too many times. Yeah, Jesus Christ, it don't heal right. Oh, speaking of which, remember I was telling you about my thumb the other day about how like uh it was broken and uh, like Uh we were talking about Chris Paul's thumb injury and I was saying that how like my thumb so this one can go all the way in. Hold on, so this one can go in like that. Hold on, hold on, we good. there we go. There we go, right there. So then, but this one only goes part of the way. Like I can't bend. We can't quite see your finger. Yeah, ah, there we go. Podcast, yeah, so yeah, so, yeah. They, they got a YouTube too. Hey, we doing both. We doing both. We doing both. Let me work. It's audio. Let me work. It's audio and video. Let me work. Oh, Ain't that live in the corner saying we live on this video? Oh. Let me work, fam. Uh, 
anyways, yeah. most of our audience is podcast one. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna just sit here and just stare at the screen then for the video portion since we only worried about one half. Hey, hey, fam. I'm saying, leave me alone, Eric J. Anyways, to bring it back, the I love the 75 acknowledgement. It was super cool seeing, <laughs> seeing, seeing my boy Giannis up there with all those legends. I had a moment of just being like, wow, like he is 27 in his eighth season, and he is already one of the best players to ever pick up a basketball in this league. What a blessing it has been to watch his story. But the part that really had me – Key Keen and Ha Ha and uh, was on Twitter. The scuttlebutt was that Jordan wasn't showing up because he was at the track. He's at the tracks. There's like Jordan <laughs> off at the tracks, which he was. He was at Daytona. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a team. He was out there yeah. doing his job as a manager. And then halftime comes. They do the forwards, do the centers, and they get to the guards. And the very last name, Michael Jordan. And here he come walking out. And the arena went up. I saw one tweet, and it was just like it's a little, it's just a little bit different when they say Michael Jordan. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, no, ain't no, it's only one MJ, bro. And everybody appreciate that motherfucker. Uh, no matter what you say, no matter you are, you, as soon as you see him pop up on your screen, like, I'm <laughs> real. Talk about him, man. Like to Steph point, like talk about somebody that's hated in Cleveland for him to get that reception, man. Like, he dang near got a bigger pop than LeBron. I think he got the biggest one of the night. He got the biggest one of the night, easily. And that's that, a that great love. point. I almost forgot how much Cleveland hates uh, Jordan. But uh, you, you got to respect. After a while, you got to be like, hey, like, you <laughs> you're just good at the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes you get beat. You just be like, you better than me. I don't know. Like, you good, fam. You good. You good. Mm-hmm. That's like Aaron Rodgers getting a standing ovation at Soldier Field. Like, it's just. Ooh, he will get one. You think so? I, don't know I, about that. I think he will. I think oh, Rogers yeah. shows up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna be DX. Ah, <laughs> That's the standing ovation that y'all give him. <laughs> DX chops. We'll give you the standing ovation. <laughs> These two words for you, motherfucker. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, what did y'all think of the, the 75 celebration? As long as hell, it was, I appreciate it. It was. It was cool. It uh, needed to be. It needed to be. Because I, if I had to blow the whistle, it'd be on the NBA. Because I feel like they have not done enough around the 75th like season and highlighting the players on that list. Like It's been too quiet for me based on how big of a deal this is all supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, because the way they started the season, talking about it and the commercials and yeah, – I get it. I get that. I can understand like The that. rollout of the list even was like – Here's the list. <laughs> like they broke it up over three days and like ESPN did it one way TNT did it another way like there was no rhyme or reason as to like what names got released when so it's just like mm-hmm. I don't know it, I don't know how they should have done it but the way that they did wasn't great what about the uh, the petty uh, the Ray Allen fist bump with LeBron KG standing there looking at the sky like, KG was this motherfucker here <laughs> <laughs> there was a picture of the three of them together. Yeah, it was. I seen that. Yeah, but in the moment, the, the initial the moment, we everybody saw it like, mm, okay, don't. So when the picture was before like halftime, maybe he was like smiling for the picture, but on on, on the camera, mm. he wanted his right on plan. I don't know. KG is just KG. Like yeah, he's Paul funny. Pierce looks so washed. <laughs> like I'm trying not to. Nah, fuck it. That was it. Was the last time he didn't look washed. 
I was saying like he could like do it. Mm. You know how you know how you know how that shit go. <laughs> you know what it is around here. PP Paul Pierce. Welcome. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, they would think we hated Boston the way we be talking about Paul Pierce. We don't. <laughs> it ain't nothing to do with with Boston. Is you know a a, a, a shtick started on the show and we have just continued to roll with it. Um, <sighs> I don't think it's a shtick for some of us. Oh no, it's a lot. Hey, all I said, I, I thought he might be an overrated legend. That's all I had to say about that. Hey, you started, uh, man. Then you called E forty. Then you called him E forty, and I'm like, you ain't got to bring the E forty part back up, fam. Hey, you we did. That. We can let that die. <laughs> we don't need the bay coming to my man. Made a clip about it. But I'm sorry to my to, to my Bay Area friends. I just don't I'm, get E40. I, I really E40. don't get it. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, baby. I can't change my ways. That shit. That was my shit. I grew up. He got he got a few he got a few <laughs> singles that I that I enjoy. But uh, I remember when I first heard him on a uh, Big Sean. I don't f with you. And I was like, you didn't have to be on here. You just messed up my whole energy that I felt. <laughs> Put my star from up. Pour a drink in the mouth. Ooh. <laughs> Why you always coming in with bad news? No, again, I fuck with E forty. And Paul Pierce from Cali too. Like we just. Yeah, hey, I don't hey know maybe. Never mind. Hey, 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 this is an audio podcast. What are you doing, sir? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't hear Ken at all. No, Ken, we got to get your volume up, fam. Oh, hold on, turn up this motherfucker. Man, bring your, anybody had to pick up your mic like you a wrestler, fam, and just, uh, right. <laughs> just promo, <laughs> promo during this show, man. Because we don't need your mic to be right for this next topic. We about to talk about LeBron James. LeBron James. Oh, damn. It was, this was short-lived, bro. <laughs> so, LeBron did, I'll go ahead and set it up, Cam, I'm going to give you time. I'm going to try to stall you so you can get your stuff together. But LeBron did a whole bunch of media throughout the weekend, which is expected. One, he's a face of the league. Two, it's in Cleveland, his hometown. So it all makes sense. So some of the interesting comments that he said that I just want to pull out for y'all. Um, he was asked, like, hey, would you ever play in Cleveland again? And LeBron's response was, quote, the door is not closed on that. I'm not saying I'm coming back and playing. I don't know. I don't know what my future holds. I don't even know when I'm free. End quote. They also were talking to LeBron about, you know, would he come back cheaper? Because if you look at the Cavaliers roster, it's a very good roster. They would have to do a lot to get him back on there. So they, hey, would you take a pay cut? And LeBron ain't interested in no pay cuts. <laughs> He's how about, like, how about the MLE? He said, quote, I don't play mid-level basketball. I don't come for anything less than the top. <laughs> but there's only one caveat that would change his tune when it comes to taking less when it involves his son, when it involves Bronny. So he said, my last year will be played with my son. Wherever Bronny is at, that's where I will be. I would do whatever it takes to play with my son for one year. It's not about money at that point. End quote. In case you're not aware, Bronny is currently a high school junior. He'll be draft eligible in 2024. And he's currently projected as a mid second round pick. 
We'll see how high that draft stock stores with this announcement. Running sweepstakes now. Right. Damn, who cold in this draft? <laughs> LeBron also had a lot of praise for Thunder GM Sam Presti. He was asked a question about uh, Josh Giddy, and he just started, you know, gushing about the town acquisition. Giddy cold, bro. <laughs> that the that the Thunder have had over the years. He brought up Russ and KD and all over the years, all this telling that man is so impressive. He even complimented the Cavs GM, uh Kobe Altman, who he did not have favorable things to say when he left Cleveland. So <clears throat> some people viewed these comments as a passive aggressive shot at Lakers GM Rob Linka, which we all know when LeBron speaks, he says things for a reason. So he also one more thing. LeBron also really enjoyed uh, the Rams GM T-shirt he wore during the championship parade that said, F them picks. <laughs> <laughs> so the first person I want to hear from is Ken, because when LeBron went back to Cleveland, he mm-hmm. said that he sees himself retiring in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He did not do that. He went to L.A. Yeah. He also said when he got to LA that he would retire a Laker. Did he do? And now he is saying he does not know <laughs> what his future holds. So I wanna I wanna give Ken just the room to speak on any and everything you want to say about LeBron James this season, uh the future, because honestly, seeing the way that things have gone in L.A. this year, it does not surprise me that LeBron is already plotting his little exit um, because Palenka did not bail him out at the tra- trade deadline for the GM moves that he made himself. So, yeah. Ken, um, go ahead, fam. I don't know, dude. It's just extremely frustrating. LeBron a re-nigger, first of all, because uh, this nigga always going back on shit that he's that he say, and I hate that shit. Um, <laughs> we all knew that he was going to play with Bronny anyway. Like, that ain't really, like, news, I don't feel like, to anybody. But it would make sense, like, you know, Bronny go to Cleveland, he go back to Cleveland, he can retire, and Bronny play for them. Like, you know, it's, how, it's like movie type, you know. It's a setup for, like, a movie or something like that. That's cool, but um, I don't like the shots, though, man. He can't be shooting shots at my boy Rob <laughs> like that, bro. Like, Rob did what he could do, bro. He ain't like, the only one. Be, huh? He ain't the only one. Uh, his boy over there shooting shots, too. Clutch. You know, you heard, yeah, you heard know. The whole Lakers squad <laughs> is clutch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole Lakers squad. What are you doing? <laughs> like, that's the reason why we were able to get the team that we have is because everybody clutch is with him or whatever. Hey, at this point, bro, like, I'm tired of losing. Um, LeBron, do what you got to do, bro. Um... And if we got to blow it up, we got to blow it up. What? How? Uh, I mean, At this point, it's like I it, mean, it's not working. And then we have no other options. Like this will be our team for next year, bro. So yep. we're gonna go through. We're gonna go through another year of this shit. Yep. No. I mean, y'all don't want to give up a first for like y'all didn't want to give up Taylor Horton Tucker last year. Then y'all didn't want to give up a first this year to get rid of Russ. Yeah. Like it's gonna cost to get rid of some cats. Like in order for y'all to upgrade, it's gonna cost, and y'all keep thinking y'all can upgrade without having a patient. That's yeah. y'all issue. Yeah. Y'all keep thinking that y'all can just have LeBron come out here talk cats into taking these low ass deals, go ahead moving and grooving, or talk mm-hmm. these players into forcing their ways into the Lakers and shit like that without having to give up much, and it's not gonna work. Y'all gotta give up something. 
You're right. We do got to <laughs> give up something. It's just like, I, it, it all started, bro, when, like, how Westbrook got thrown in out the blue. Remember, we could have got, um, we could have got DeRozan. He wanted to come. He was begging. Exactly. Y'all said nah. We could have nah. put a trigger on that. So it's just like, it's a lot of stuff that, that happened in between that me as a Laker fan, I saw, but I didn't want to, like, you know how you be like, okay, I believe in uh, Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, it's going to work. Like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, dog, this shit's going to be a fucking disaster. We're going to be right back in the same position that we was before LeBron had. And that's basically what's going on right now. And I get that. You want to have faith in your GM. Like, God, like some teams have fans or GMs that make moves, and even though you may question it as a fan, it works out in the end. So I understand you probably was like, you know what? This shit ain't going to work, but as a fan, I'm hoping and I'm praying and I'm wishing that yeah, this exactly. shit works out. And I understand that. It's just yeah. when you got realized the mistake, y'all had a chance to fix it. But, again, like we, we made it, so we have to, you know, we have to stick with it. Plus, injuries have been horrible for us. Um, you know, that didn't help what's going on either. LeBron old age, I mean – at this point, there's no way at the age that LeBron is that he should have to be LeBron James, if that makes sense. Yep. Like, he shouldn't have to put the team on his back at this point of his career or at the age he is, I feel like. But, I mean, it is what it is. He LeBron. So, he going to take it on. But it's not working. Like, Father Tom is undefeated. <laughs> like, my man getting all aches and pains. He's feeling, you know. He's tired of shit. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and it's because, like, he literally, like, balling out, like, every night. Like, even pointless games, like, he out there, like, giving it his all. And it's just, like, at this point, like, we need, you know. And we had a point, bro, where we can't really even talk about playoffs at the moment. Like, that's kind of, that's fucked up. Like, for <laughs> real, for real. Like, we went from our highest high, like, oh, we got a chip, to now it's like, damn, dog, we might not even, we we barely go make a play-in type shit. It's frustrating. Yeah, I can understand that. Especially with the Clippers, like they right above y'all, but they ain't even got no superstars, and they out here. <laughs> the Clippers, Fuck. Clippers ain't even got no superstars, and they out here. You know, they yeah, they right yeah. above y'all, but still, yeah. this is true. <clears throat> mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm hoping I'm, I I do hope y'all figure it out. Just for the NBA sake, I hope that the Lakers somehow figure it out and make their way to the playoffs. I do. I, honestly, I do. I mean, it may be I'm a first round bounce. <laughs> No, I'm shaking my head. This this is not a good team. It's, yeah. You don't care this year? Y'all, y'all good on not making the play? So if y'all didn't make the playoffs, this year, y'all both be cool with it? No, I wouldn't be cool with it. Hell no. I'm never oh. going to be cool with not making the play with the playoffs. <laughs> hell no. But it's like it's our reality, though. Like, we got to – that's where we at right now. We got to mm-hmm. accept it. We can't keep talking a lot. Like, I'll be a fool right now. You'll be like, you know what? Lakers are going to turn around. We're going to the playoffs. <laughs> like, y'all like – you know, I look like fucking idiots. The Lakers been oh, making me look like they've been making me look like an idiot the whole fucking season. <sighs> I don't know it's frustrating, man. I will say, like, they're in a position to where there is a pathway opening up, like with Chris Paul breaking his thumb. Like, I think the Suns are still pretty much locked into the first season. <clears throat> so if they find a way into the playoffs, like that at least gives them more of a chance than they would have had beforehand, but I still don't think that this is a team, even if they're fully healthy, which they won't be for the rest of the regular season, more than likely, because AD is out for the foreseeable future. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not a team built to win four rounds of the playoffs. So, kind of like, 
I don't want to say what's the point at this point, but <clears throat> LeBron feels that. And that's why he started this put like LeBron is a lot of things, but subtle is not one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like I've started like I started noticing things like as you know, like the last couple of weeks have kind of unfolded. Like first it was the thing after the bus game was like, no, we're not on a level. Then it's all, you know, my knee, like I don't know what's gonna happen with that. Some got a TV on or something? Nah. Um, but it was, you know, like there's my knee, and I'm not sure. And then it's, you know, maybe, maybe I will come back to Cleveland at some point. You never know. And it's, I want to play with Bronny, or you know, like it's just like he he drops these breadcrumbs. Oh, is you know, like everything that you just laid out, basically, like. Praising other GMs, like that's a mm-hmm. shot at like his GM. Like it's he says things with a purpose, and like he's prime, like he's priming you for either one, I'm not gonna be here, or two, I'm about to shut this shit down. So it's like you can't come back and be like, oh, like LeBron, like I don't know what happened with him. He, you know, one day his knee was messed up. Like nah, he been talking about this knee for the last two weeks. I mean, two months. Yeah. Um, what's up, Shells? He just jumped in the comments. What's up? What up, honey? Um, but yeah, LeBron, <laughs> he is smart. Uh, he understands how to lay the breadcrumbs that lead to an exit. So you can read the tea leaves because, like I said before, he said he's going to retire as a Laker. Clearly, that's not happening no more. He said that he was going to retire as a Cavalier and he wasn't going to leave no more and he left for LA. So it. LeBron going to do what he going to do. Like, you can really only take his word at the time that he gives it. Like, like really. Yeah, because, like, it can change. Like, he change, he'll change his mind. It's not – if LeBron say it, it don't mean it's law. Like, he just changed his mind every so often. And what's interesting about the Bronny thing is LeBron's a free agent after next season. So, 2023 summer, LeBron, free agent. People keep saying, like, oh, well, Bronny in the league 2024. You know, he's going to go – LeBron going to go wherever Bronny's at. But, like, who's to say that Bronny's first year in the league is going to be LeBron's last year? LeBron might be playing five years into Bronny's career. So, like, I I could see them be, there being teams that, like, but, oh, we're going to draft Bronny. LeBron coming right to us. And then LeBron going to be like, I'm still making – I can still make some good money. I'm still playing well. I'm out of here. I'm not coming there at this time. <laughs> um, he probably going to try to arrange some dream situation for him and Bronny to both end up some. You never know with LeBron. So I just want to say here in 2022, on 22-22, do not assume that, Le- that Bronny's first year in the league will be LeBron's – the time that LeBron is going to go there. Because he's still playing well. He has not. I said this during our NBA preview. Uh, he has not played 70 games as a Laker at this point because he keeps finding these Knicks. So I'm not sure how that's going to affect him going forward. But, like, nothing's a given when it comes to LeBron. It just – you have to you have to see. But one, one thing we can see, it don't look like he's going to be in L.A. after next year. <laughs> can I make a prediction? <clears throat> oh, go ahead. You want me to jot it down on our prediction board? Uh, sure. Okay. I predict that in terms of Bronny and LeBron James, that wherever Bronny does end up at, and whatever contract LeBron signs with that team, that contract will see him to the end of his career. And that's going to be the 
contract that sees him through mentoring Bronny as well. I feel like he would like to kind of help him, like introduce him to the league, see how things is as well. Like who better to do it than your dad? Who's been there at the top of the league for a minute. So I feel like my prediction would be whatever contract LeBron signs with the team that has Bronny, he'll sign there for whatever many years is left and he'll ride off into the sunset with his last game playing with his son. I don't know if that's a prediction when LeBron said he gonna play his last year with him. Oh, well, that's my prediction. His contract. Whatever contract you sign. So, cause I'm, I'm, I'm basing it based off of what y'all was saying as far as him still being able to make top dollar somewhere else. I'm stating that because even though he said at the time the money wouldn't matter, sure, then no, the top dollar wouldn't – then that comment no longer matters. The top dollar doesn't matter if he said it's no longer mattering at the time. So if he signs a three-year contract with, say, OKC, Cool. I don't think that he was signing a one-year deal only to play with Bron, Bronny that time and then not play with him. Because you're saying, again, my prediction is he'll he'll join with, so, with Bronny when he comes into the league. You're saying he's let like, me let me let me clean this up. So what what are you what, is what you're saying is that LeBron will not only play one year with Bronny, he will play multiple years with his son on the same team. Is that Correct. what you're saying? Yeah, okay. I, I feel like whatever kind. So if he goes to whatever team Bronny is on, say he comes into the league and whatever like that, but he's a free agent this next year. Bronny comes in a year after. <laughs> he can easily go to Bronny's team, sign a one year deal, and then go to another squad or whatever the case may be. I feel like what he would do. You don't think he would do that? No, I'm saying what he because <clears throat> I, I think you're misre- not misrepresenting. I think you're getting it. You're mixing some so things. Like, up. Yeah. What LeBron said is my last year will be with him. Mm-hmm. What Camille was saying is. That doesn't necessarily mean that Bronny's first year will be LeBron's last year, which is what my prediction is. That not that it'll be his last year, but that Bronny's first year will be LeBron's every year until the end of his career years. Does that make sense? So whatever, whenever he signs, whatever team he goes to, the you year think that LeBron he gets gonna there, go there immediately? I think he'll go there immediately and play with him. If he signs a two three year deal, he'll be with that team for two to three years and then see his way out. Maybe sign like a. 10-day contract with the Cleveland to retire as a cab or something like that. But I think that whatever whatever team Bronny comes in on, because of his age, because of these excuses he's been making about his injury and everything, that he'll ride off into the sunset with on Bronny's team for whatever two, three-year contract that he may sign, as opposed to playing two, three more years, two years, getting top dollar as the number one guy on the team or whatever the case may be, and then eventually making it there his last year. I think he'll do it for multiple years with Bronny just to kind of help – Again, usher him into the league, maybe like on a mentor ship type thing, um, just to kind of help him adjust. So I think that he'll go there right away and stay there for multiple years to help him kind of get into the league. I mean, we talk about multiple years, like it's still multiple years before Bronny even make the league, and LeBron is thirty eight years old, like right or thirty seven, thirty eight, thirty seven, I think this is this twenty twenty two is the year he'll be thirty eight, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Let's see. So I don't know if we can count like another five years, like maybe like Tom Brady plays. He was forty five. Like, if and, you know, he, he's cool NBA with breaking. Is. He's cool with breaking, trying to uh, keep up with these uh, accomplishments and stuff too. He likes them. Yeah, <laughs> we all know he likes them. LeBron is thirty seven, turning thirty eight. Because we won't belabor the point too much longer. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that take mm-hmm. that you your prediction, Tim. Um, I think LeBron's going to try to make as much money as he can in the league while he can. And once he knows it's time to hang it up, then he'll try to go to his son's team at whatever price it might be. I think LeBron's trying to maximize his earning potential while he's in the league because he has all of these plans for when he retires. And yeah, he's making a lot of money off the court, but like he he's about his paper. Like he wants his checks. Mm. Um, so 
Did you want a prediction board? It's it's LeBron James. No, so I, like yeah. it could be it's LeBron James, so it could be self-serving. But like one thing he's always said is like he's not gonna take a pay cut because he doesn't want other teams to look at their stars and be like, Well, LeBron took less, so you should too. So like it's more so mm-hmm. for like again, it could be like LeBron, you know, self-serving where it's like it sounds good. Oh, well, I, I want to take as much money because like everybody else <laughs> needs to take as much money as they can get, but like it does look out for everybody else because it does set that precedent. So looks out for self and for others. So yeah, it's a win-win. Which in his part. brings me back to my question I asked y'all off air. Other has anybody talked to Brownie about this? Because <laughs> <laughs> do, do we know if he even like basketball? Like, does he plan on going to the NBA? Because this could all be just like nobody asked Cleveland. Like it's just like, oh, I could come back to Cleveland one day. Darius Garland, you know, Dan Gilbert, is he cool with that? Like, all I've heard this season is that the Cavs organization is, like, motivated to prove, like, they don't need LeBron. Like, they haven't mm-hmm. made the playoffs without LeBron in since, like, the late 90s, I think. Mm-hmm. So, like, nobody wants to – I'm not going to say nobody wants to bring him back, but, like, I don't think that there's as much of an incentive on the other side to bring him back into the fold because it's like we're trying to prove ourselves without you. Which yep. maybe Bronny's, you know, mo like with his life, where it's like, I, you know, like yes, I'm LeBron James Jr., but like I want to make my own path. Yeah, you know, but, even thinking but, about it, just from the year that he's been drafted, they haven't made the playoffs without him. And shit, that's eighteen years, nineteen years. Yeah, I was all three. I think the last time they made the playoffs without LeBron was like ninety eight. It's it's in the late nineties. They have not made the playoffs without him. Uh, Shells in the comments said that those are questions that need answers. Eric, everything you you asked was something that needs an answer to. And then he said, "Bronny's the kid in the room throwing a fit before he goes see what his dad wants." Man, I'm not going here. Yep, you got to fix your face when you get in there. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you can't come in there frustrated. What you said? You said what? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's. We'll see what happens with LeBron. Um, he's not long for the Lakers, though. If you ask me. Oh, that was the other thing. Sorry, real quick before we jump off. Brian Windhorst did say, like, he thinks that this is more of a ploy for the offseason because LeBron has one more year in his contract. It's more so, like, I'm putting y'all on notice. Like, y'all need to make some moves in the offseason to improve this team. Or I'm it's out. his fault. <laughs> has LeBron ever taken responsibility for anything that didn't turn he out? Should. He should own up. When he was after that Bucks game, talking about we didn't get the talent level, he should have been like, and that's my fault because I picked to have Russ come here instead of getting DeRozan, instead of getting Buddy Hill, instead of getting all the other options that made way more sense before it even started. Like, didn't know it was going to go this bad, but, like, we knew it was an awkward fit from the beginning. Like, sure fault. God, Lee. Anywho. Michigan's head coach of the basketball team, Jawan Howard, was suspended for the remainder of the regular season, which is five games. After he uh, he swung at a Wisconsin assistant coach during a post-game handshake line. So Michigan was getting blown out. They were pressing at the end of the game. 16 uh, seconds left. Was, uh, Wisconsin coach guard called a timeout. Because he with 15 seconds left, and he called that timeout because he was concerned about a 10 second violation with his backups out there because they could not break the press. So he called the timeout. Game ends. They go through the little pre, you know, the little line after we got to shake hands. And Jawan Howard is trying to walk right past guard. He's not interested. He's about to just go. Guard grabs him, 
Juwan go like that real quick, and then they start fuzzing. Juwan take his mask down so you know it's real, and he start going off. It escalates, it escalates, it escalates. Some kids, some like the, some of the kids get into it from the team, and then people were saying like he threw a punch, but it's not a punch. Like he definitely swung, but it was it was open hand. It was like a muff, that man. a muff slap. Like it was, it was a slap. He got fingers in the little palm in there. He, he slapped. It. <laughs> and now he's suspended. He also was fined forty stacks. Um, one of the. I forget, I look up the other suspensions, but the big news around it, some people were saying that they thought Juwan Howard should lose his job over it, and I no. thought that was excessive from the beginning. I think mm-hmm. a suspension works, but did y'all have any thoughts just overall on that whole situation? Because there are even some people now saying that we shouldn't even have a post-game handshake line. Like, what's the point? <laughs> Bro, all right. So I, I had a friend of mine had posted something, and I kind of responded to him. Uh, <clears throat> but I had seen the video of their interactions before because Juwan, it's not Juwan Howard's first year at Michigan. It's right. not his first time playing Wisconsin because we're a conference, same conference that we play each other all the time. And the last five, six interactions that they have together has been cordial after the game, whether it's been win mm-hmm. lose. When yep. I was looking back at the video, he did the exact same thing he did, did after every other game. He walked in front of Juwan, he tapped him on the elbow and tried to shake his hand. Juwan didn't want shit to do with it. So at that moment, he turned around, looked at the man, said, Don't touch me. If you look at the video, Jawan Howard actually grabbed that man up by his collar first and then threw his hands back. And I looked at it and I sent it to my guy. I was like, if you look at the video, bro, like I understand he don't want you to touch him. He pissed off, whatever the case may be. I, I feel like he was being irrational at that point. But, hey, you and your feelings, you don't want to be touched at that moment. Cool. But if it's, I can see if it never happened. But because of the fact that y'all actually had a cordial relationship before this, win, lose, or draw on both sides, it did come off kind of weird. So if I or me or you, hypothetically, we work together, and that's, that's always our thing. At the end of the games, we the coaches talk at the end of the game. Hey, you know, good game, da 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 da. All right, cool, whatever. Even if this is a good game, coach, keep moving. For you to walk past one was kind of irrational. For one, two, at the end of the game, after every game, me and you have said something, and so for you to initially pop off to me, don't touch me. My initial reaction was like, hold on, wait a minute. But, but you look at the video, like, right? But wait, what the fuck? Well, we hold you mean. So everybody's reaction typically would be that if you always stop and shake and the first thing you say is don't touch me and you kind of look taking it back like, oh, shit. If you look at the video, that man grabbed that man by his collar. It wasn't like, I just look. I just looked. It wasn't his collar. He grabbed him like real quick. By, by the inside, and he like realized it. And, and, and then he went like, like it was quick. Was like, like, no, it was really Jawan Howard, bro. Like as much as I don't want to defend, Jawan Howard was in the wrong across <laughs> the board. It escalated because you snatched that man up. Because he was a sore loser. <laughs> he was upset. And he was mad because he, he was. Like, all of it came because you were being petty and emotional about the whole thing. But in the past, you smacked us by 15. We was cool. We still shaking hands. You in the past, we beat y'all. You was cool shaking hands. You mad because this one instance where you felt like we were being petty by calling the timeout because you still had a full court press with your starters with 16 seconds left in a blowout. You felt it was wrong for him to call timeout. Like, uh, there are some things you got to be logical about everything. Everything ain't about a race thing and none of that shit. Like, legitimately, in this situation, logically, if we always been cool and I want to say good game to you or whatever, and you pop off on me, I'm going to be confused as to why you're so aggressive with me at the moment. And then you snatch me up. Hell yeah, I'm mad. What the fuck? Like, did you just grab me like that? But then, again, everybody else is, well, he shouldn't have touched him. 
Every other fucking coach in the country is shaking hands after the game, too. Every last one of them. You shaking hands after games. <laughs> what is you talking about? If you don't, you're probably one of the few people who don't do that. But for the most part, most people shake hands after the game, win, lose, or draw. You may hate to do it, but you do it. So now all of a sudden, it's a thing that you're not supposed to because of the fact that he got mad and wanted to be petty and started some shit. No. <laughs> no. Not in this case. One quick rebuttal to yours is like, if somebody's trying to walk past you, like grabbing them is never a good idea. Like, True. regardless of if you think like this is our relationship, it's like if somebody's clearly trying to avoid interacting with you, maybe just, just let them go. <laughs> like, nothing would have happened. Like, he would have walked right past you. Nothing, nothing would have escalated. Yes, you're correct. Like, he did grab him up, whatever. But my overarching thing is, like, this is why, this is where unwritten rules, like, are a problem because it's like he's mad because he feels like you called a timeout to kind of rub in your victory mm-hmm. when they're trying to you know like when the game is almost over and you're still calling timeouts to hold on to the ball for whatever reason like that's an unwritten rule to Juwan Howard to Greg Gard it's like well my team was kind of panicking and I just wanted to make sure that my backups got the same level of coaching that my starters do or whatever whatever the the line after the game like that's not a codified rule like that's an unwritten rule like everybody comes and interacts with people it's like maybe they shouldn't be required like unofficially required to do that because like then you get these instances where people are upset they get into a shouting match and then things can escalate like let people do whatever like forcing sportsmanship like it kind of negates the fact that it's sportsmanship. Like if you're being made to do it, like you're not really being sportsman. You're just following directions. It's like that's for kids. Like right. Like <laughs> Pee Wee. Everybody get emotional after the game. Yeah, go, I mean, go I, shake your hand. But like, I guess the whole point is like it's the a game. Bulls and the and the Pistons way back in the day. Like if they had been forced to shake hands after the game, don't you think that probably would have ended in a brawl? <laughs> they would have been. It hadn't, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> One cat getting choked out on the sideline. <laughs> Just terrible, but no, I, I I agree with that as well. It's just it was a lot of emotion, mm-hmm. and some honestly, I feel like he mishandled his emotions in the moment. He did, he did. Yeah. I feel like that's accurate. But other than uh, that, you yeah, have valid points as well. Not- <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it, I get it. I do want to highlight Mark's comment for those who are audio only and did not see it pop up on the screen. But Mark came in chat. What up, Mark? And he said right, that right. if there's anyone Howard needs to punch for taking a timeout, it's Chris Weber. So <laughs> Damn. accurate. Damn. Accurate. <laughs> accurate. So they, it's unfortunate that it happened. They have. They have. <laughs> it's still a funny joke, though. But it was unfortunate that, was that it happened and it went down that way. I think the punishment that was doled out is fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Juwan Howard will learn from it. Like, I'm sure that he knows his emotions got the best of him in that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. That's not the example you want to set for your kids. The Winter Olympics have come to a close with the USA finishing fifth in the overall medal count with 25 medals in total. They had eight gold things. Norway finished in first with 37 medals, 16 gold. Norway killed the Winter Olympics. Then you had Russia, but not Russia. Uh, they had 32 medals, <laughs> six gold. <laughs> Russia, not Russia. Because <laughs> Russia not allowed. So it's, I mean, yeah, those are tainted. 
<laughs> we ain't gonna. I ain't even gotta elaborate on that. Then you got Germany, who had twenty-seven medals, twelve gold, and Canada had twenty-six medals, four gold. Um, the host country, China, they finished eleventh overall in the medal count, but they were third in the gold medal tally with nine. Did y'all watch any Winter Olympic festivities? Any? any? I was I was gonna say not a minute, but I lied because I was watching. Uh, what is the shuffle shuffleboard? Curling, curling. Yeah, I was watching curling. Bro, when they bounce one off of the other one to make sure the other one hit the other one, he was sweeping in front of that one. And he makes. I was like, bro, y'all niggas cold. I could not stop looking. I think curling came on after the Super Bowl. I think that's why I was watching. Yeah. It came. We was on the couch and it came on, and I'm like, oh, this curling. I was like, what's the what's the what's the deal with it? And we watching it, and I'm like, oh, they really be out there with them little sweeps, like they look. It's some technique y'all for real. Got, y'all got curling after Super Bowl. I got like bobsled or some shit. Like I don't... it was hey, bobsled. Like no, it was it was the that sled. It was the bobsled thing, and then it went into curling. I think. Ah, okay. Mm. I didn't stay like, on that long. Either or maybe we watched Olympics more than one night. That's also quite possible. <laughs> it could have came on another I mean, it was, night. It's been on watched. forever for now. Right, now. like I, it, it all blurs <laughs> together. But that bobsled thing was cold too when it was going through them turns. I would have flew right on off. Um, I seen a little bit of the Sean White. Uh, half pipe, but not too much of that. And then some, a little bit of ice skate, figure skating, and shit. That's it. I I'm more of a summer Olympics. Definitely. Uh, yeah. of the the Winter Olympic sports are like variations on the same sport. Like it's just people sliding across the ice or the snow. Like <laughs> hey, I'm a fan of curling now, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, curling, they be getting it. I'm I'm a fan of that now. I do like that. Mark There's said that curling, curling club in. <laughs> Tosa, I think my aunt. For real? Does it? Yeah. Tim, you want to go curling? In Tosa? Do I gotta be the one that gotta slide out there and let the motherfucker go? Or I gotta be I out mean, here sweeping I, this I shit? I mean, I think they teach you how to do it. Oh, I wanna do it. I wanna who, do who it. Who gonna be the sweeper? I'll sweep. Hey. And Ken, you gonna throw that thing down the uh oh, hell yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna have Ken ass run out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sweep. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'll sweep. I'll yes. Yeah. Tech file curling team. Uh-huh, that would be hilarious. Tech file. To, oh wait, you, gotta, you ain't got to learn how to ice skate though. They was out there in shoes. No, you, you just shoes. You got to get low and be. They got to slide that little putt, kind of like shuffleboard. Mm, I ain't got to touch. I bro, when they was out there sliding together. It was some technique. I was like, okay, y'all. It's some real technique. That's the skill. That that's some skill. Uh, but yeah, Winter Olympics are, oh, speed are over with now. That's what the speed other skating. I was watching speed skating. Dude, did you see that? What happened? So one guy was in last. Uh, he barely made the finals. Um, somebody because somebody dropped out or got hurt or something like that. So he got pushed into the finals for uh, the medal. Everybody floating, floating, floating. Around the last term, all everybody wiped out but him. Damn. He ended up floating past and winning the end of gold medal because everybody fell at the literal end of the race. Yeah. I was like, wow. That's when you just skate by and you just kind of look. He did. He was floating. Dude, that was fine. He was trying to get over to touch the finish line and shit, falling all over the place. I was like, damn. At the last, the world is watching and seeing like, y'all wipe out. You you work four years to get to that very moment and then you fall with like 10 feet left. I mean, they were right there. Oh my God. They came around that turn. It was like one was out. And then dude grabbed the other dude and dude slipped. And then dude skate hit the other dude because he tried to jump over him. And then all of a sudden, and bro just came by. 
<laughs> it's floating. Hey. I was like, dang. Hey, slow and steady. Let's go. Race, brother. Race. Um, I only saw the clip, but it was a different speed skating heat. And like, they were coming around the turn. And then one dude, like, took, like, you know, they put the hand down to make mm-hmm. the turn. So, like, mm-hmm. one dude took his hand and he, like, knocked the, um, what's that thing called? Cone, like, mm-hmm. into, like, like with one hand, he knocked it, and then it like took out the person that was next to him. Yeah, and then she took out the, or he or she took out the person next to them. So then they created a path, and then like he just went. I don't know if he won a race or not, but mm. it's like mm. that's that's disheartening. And Mark said he would retire if he wiped out at the end and just watched his <laughs> his, <laughs> his hoping dreams float past him with their hands behind his back. <laughs> 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 Falling past, looking at you like, Dang. right? Politely skating past you, bro. No, but yeah, the, the uh, <laughs> Olympics, man. It's it's an interesting time. So, transaction and injury news, Tim. You got us. Ah, uh, sure. I take care of it. Hold on, let me go ahead and pull that up real quick. See how that goes. All right. Um, NFL transactions. We got Pittsburgh Steelers have hired. Former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores as the senior defensive assistant and linebackers coach. Uh, I was actually happy about that. Look at Tomlin out here reaching out. So for sure, yeah, it's 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 nice to see him have a job. It's not cool that he had to get a job that he's overqualified for. Mm-hmm. I give you that, even though defense is his forte, though it is, it is. But like. He should be yeah, a head coach. coordinator, like yeah, all the way down. or senior defensive assistant. They so tried to make the title coach. sound better. Yeah, linebackers coach. Yeah, but yeah. shout out to the Rooneys. Like they actually do put their money where their mouth is. Like Rooney Rule. The Rooney Rule. I was in Rooney Rule. <laughs> Came from somewhere. Even though it sucks. Black it coach last <laughs> Stuck by that man. Yeah, Mike Tomlin. They really have. Yeah. Like not the bitch, bro. Like I might even be able to root for him a little bit. <laughs> That's you know it'd be funny because if, if Dwayne Haskins became their quarterback, then you know. <coughs> <coughs> no black quarterback. Not that one. Oh God. Well, maybe you said, which, you said who? Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. <laughs> Continue on with the. Uh, he was a Heisman home for what happened. You know. You Johnny Manziel know the Heisman, like, that just because you cold in college does not mean a translate. He had potential. Just like them cats from high school who thought they was going to go to college and take over the world, and they got there and realized they was just a big fish in a little pond, and in the big uh, pond, they just they just a fish. Yeah, that should be trash. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> hey, it's like I said earlier. Sometimes people be just people just better than you. Right, every, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, you stop him up. Good game, fam. You, <laughs> hey, you won. You better. Hey, you you earned game. that spot. <laughs> Jordan Love to Pittsburgh or Indy. What? Mark, what that's you talking about, bro? That's his prediction. <laughs> Continue on with the transactions, though, Uh, What else? We're going to be going back to the top one over here. All right. We got um, former Atlanta's Falcons safety, Ricardo Allen, retired. Stuff happy retirement, guy. sir. Happy uh trails. Um NBA transactions. Uh, before you, sorry, uh the Chiefs cut Anthony Hitchens today. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that earlier too. He should be a, a decent uh veteran. They what's the name might be getting cut too? I seen a uh, a list of veterans that might be 
getting cut this offseason outside of uh, or some big names. One of them was uh, Jarvis Landry. And then I just seen him post earlier on Twitter today. It was like, I gave everything I had. And they put it in capital letters, everything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, but I I seen that one. It was like Jarvis Landry, uh, Preston Smith from us, uh, Brian Bulaga over there in the Chargers. He just got signed, but it's too much money, bro. Mm -hmm. And... It was a couple players, but like I said, Landry was one of them, and uh, yeah, it's just it's gonna be interesting. With the, uh, and Hitchens, Hitchens was one of them that I seen on that list too. But uh, anywho, NBA. Uh, Tristan Thompson signed with the Chicago Bulls. They have waived Alfonso McKenzie <laughs> yeah. to create the uh, the roster spot. Uh, a lot of hoopla uh, that the Nets picked up Goran Dragic and waived Javon Carter, who signed with the Bucks today. Can we stop like picking up the next? Scrap. <laughs> it's a second in a row. Yeah. Apparently, least, a defender on the team with no defenders. No, I mean they did cut <laughs> two of their better defensive players to mm-hmm. make these transactions happen, which is, I mean, very true. Like if you look at the Nets' backcourt, I think Eric, you might have tweeted out who their backcourt was. If that wasn't you, it was someone else on Twitter. But like, I mean, I know what it is. Um, it there's no defense to be found, and they're all small. Like you can't like at least Harden was big like. So you got Kyrie, like, Gr- Dragic, Seth Curry, Patty Mills. Like, ooh, first of all, there's Drew no going to see there. <laughs> but yeah, that was the point I made. I'm like, I see so many Drew post ups that they meet them. In the <laughs> You're just gonna put them down there. Watch out. Yeah, just lean into yeah. them. But I also get it for the Nets. Like, um, one Kyrie came. I think Kyrie's eligible for like eight of their last twenty something <laughs> games. Mm. Between, it's not many. No. Between not being able to play home games, not being able to play road games in New York, and not being able to play road games in Toronto. They better not play the Knicks. <laughs> I mean, they have, but he don't play. I'm in the playoffs. Uh, well, oh, I ain't worried yeah, about, about the Knicks. ain't making a play. Yeah, they ain't making the playoffs. Toronto, maybe, but um, mm. yeah. So, like, they have a point guard for the nights that they don't have Kyrie, and then they have somebody that can probably play off of Kyrie when he is in the lineup. So I get it. I but, and he was a former teammate of uh, Steve Nash. So yep. kind of the inside track. He there. sure was. Back in Phoenix. I will say this here. too. Um, <laughs> Shell said that he kind of looked like Javon Carter, which is, you better get a, <laughs> hey, get a jersey. Like him. Oh, I, I thought he said look like. My fault, fam. I ain't trying to play nothing like that. My fault, I thought he man. said, I thought I saw look too. As you were saying, I thought I said, I thought he said, I kind of look like. <laughs> So, <laughs> I don't know why I saw that. My fault, man. You don't even look like him at all, which I was like, wait, what? Uh, but one thing I'll say about the two Nets pickups that the Bucks did have, um, both of the guards they picked up, um, they play defense. And if there's there's one area I feel like the Bucks have slacked this year, oh, okay, computer. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's defensively, um, not necessarily from the guard spot, but just it's been a little disjointed at times. Uh Sloppy, overhelping, just just not tight. So, getting some more. <laughs> Shell cleared that up for those who aren't uh, in the video. He said that he looks like Zach Randolph. So, in case y'all, in case y'all were curious, but yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> That's I don't. Never seen neither that. one of those pickups from the Bucks made me be like, "Oh my god, excellent!" But I'm also kind of like, mm-hmm. they'll 
it'll do, I guess, assuming people get healthy. Like kind of going back to your test for new pickups, like when the Nets cut Javon Carter, like I saw a bunch of Nets fans celebrating. So like that doesn't make me feel great. But like with role players, it kind of depends on who you're playing around anyway. So like maybe mm-hmm. he's a better fit with the Bucks personnel than he was with the Nets. They were upset about Bembry getting cut though. They were they were quiet. I'm like, he can't even shoot, but we'll see. <laughs> it's also kind of a, a gut punch when you go into buyout season thinking, oh, we're getting Gary Harris and, and Goran Dragic, and you end up with DeAndre Bembry and Javon Carter. Like, yeah, it's quite a letdown. It's quite a letdown. We got your three mom promised guys. your mom Two promised you some Nikes and you got some Ikes. Ah. <laughs> some Ikes. <laughs> some shacks, my guy. I had some shacks. I didn't wear them, but I had some. I was like, I'm not going to school and getting bread for these. Y'all, 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 y'all. Man, who the hell is that on the side of your shoe? Thank <laughs> <laughs> you for a tongue like that. <laughs> my cousin came in the room. He looked, he picked up my shoes. He said, No, nah, you can't wear these. And he put them back. <laughs> he said, No, nah. my big cousin was like, No, nah, that's that's not going to fly. <laughs> Auntie, why you give her? <laughs> why you give her these? <laughs> he was trying to look out for you. He did. Uh, NBA injuries. <laughs> so we saw my Chris Paul breaking his hand earlier. He is out six to eight weeks. He will be reevaluated in six to in eight. Six weeks. to eight. And I do. I just want to say there are seven weeks left uh, in the NBA regular season. So Phoenix will be without for the rest of the season. Is what it's kind of pretty much. Like. Yep. So that'll be interesting how they they close that out. Uh, I, I think they'll be fine. Kind of like what Eric said. Like they they have such a lead <laughs> in the West right now, where it's like I don't think they're going to fall out of playoff contention. Oh no, they won't. I think someone honestly, to clinch the play in. Honestly, Chris Paul probably needs the rest. So the only thing is, is that it's his shooting hand, which you know, like that may cause a problem once he comes back, just because obviously he can't shoot while he's while he's he's gonna have to be hand yeah. just passing all the time. <laughs> and yeah, he played like the whole rest of the Lakers series one handed, so. He could probably do an All Star game too. We know he can. <laughs> no, he could probably shoot. It's, it's just going. He he can't probably catch no pass. Like it's gonna be the impact coming in. Like going out is not the issue. Coming in is the problem. I mean, it's, it's his thumb on his guy hand. Like that's going to like he can't just be out there like <laughs> pushing it. I would imagine. Again, well, just from my experience with a broken thumb, it's like it's just real sensitive after like four, like after like four or five weeks. They say it's pretty much healed, but it's gonna be real sensitive to the. Yeah, you don't know that y'all have the exact same injury, especially if he's getting reevaluated in six to eight weeks and you were told that you were fine in four to five. So it's not like it, it's not apples to apples with that. Eh, I'm not telling all of it, but I hear you. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, I believe that's it, actually. Oh, Anthony Davis has a mild foot sprain and will be right reevaluated in four weeks. So safe to say he's probably done for the season two. Completely forgot about that. Um, y'all not making it. I, I, I agree with y'all earlier. I, I didn't realize Davis was out for pretty much the rest of the season, bro. Like, I mean, been out there for the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> been out there for the whole season. So, shit. Like, can't make, like, the only reason why I don't think LeBron will shut it down is because he's trying to go for that uh, NBA scoring record. So, he kind of needs to keep accumulating points, but like he's definitely, I can imagine he'll be checked out like mentally for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, it was, my mid, chef, mid, it was a mid foot sprain, a mid foot, uh, not a mild, it's a uh, mid foot sprain. 
She was like, mild? Yeah, it went mild. Yeah, mid, it's mid. From what I understand, mid. like, that's just, like, what they say when they don't actually, like, they can't actually identify what the actual injury is. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just like, it's the injury to his foot somewhere, like, <laughs> but nothing showed up on the MRI that would, that's conclusive. So, mm-hmm. take that yeah. as you will. Mr. Glass. I feel bad for the guy. Uh, honestly, I feel really bad for AD at this point because it just it it, it just it just keeps happening. It just keeps happening. And the last injury he had, which I can't remember what it was that had him sidelined out before this one, he was saying how his wife helped him get through it, and he approached it really optimistically. Um, but this one, it, it like everything I've heard about like just his demeanor and how he's been reacting to it. Like he's just like upset. Like he's like, and he was playing good since he came back too. like, he was looking more like the AD, the mm-hmm. Lakers needed. Yeah. And was then he, he got hurt all- again. Was he an all-star? Uh-uh. Oh, and neither was Kevin Durant. And there were some people who were like, well, he had a captain of the team. Why wasn't he there? But his grandmother had passed that like same that day. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure if people knew that, but sending love out to KD and his family sure. as well. Yeah, absolutely. And Donovan Mitchell had like a respiratory infection, so like, mm. that's why he wasn't there. And Russell's just like, y'all ain't fit to slander me, so I'm taking back. <laughs> <laughs> he says 75 or not. I'm not coming. I'm going on vacation. I want to be around these cats right now. I'm out of here. Um, the Undertaker is going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, class of 2022. Shout out to the to the dead man, one of the uh, most legendary wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Hall of Fame, the Basketball Hall of Fame announced their 11 finalists for the class of 2022. So we know that full class will be announced uh, during the final four, which that date will be April 2nd. So two first time mm-hmm. finalists for the hall. You have Manu Ginobili and Lindsey Whalen. I think both of them are going to be right on in there. Some previous finalists that are included again for this year consideration. Um, you got longtime NBA ref Hugh Evans. You have Michael Cooper, Tim Hardaway, Marcus Johnson. Happy birthday, Marcus. Uh, you got Bob Huggins. You got George Carl, still pissed at you. You <laughs> have the high, <laughs> the all-time winningest high school coach, Letta Andrews, uh, Swin Cash, and uh, Maureen Stanley. So, good luck to all the finalists for consideration for the Basketball Hall of Fame. With this being the NBA 75th, you know, anniversary and the list of 75 greatest players and all that, shout out to Mark. Waylon is a GOAT in Minnesota. She's just legendary. She should be first ballot. Um, But with the NBA 75 stuff going on, the Athletic and ESPN both ranked the top 75 players of all time in NBA history. Uh, ESPN put out their list this weekend, you know, in conjunction with All-Star Weekend, had little blurbs. The Athletic was giving you a player every day, Monday through Friday, leading up to the All-Star game. And I mean, like, like written article. pieces, like full articles on each of these players. <clears throat> um, so I would recommend, like, if you're just a fan of basketball, uh, I would definitely recommend going back and reading Athletic 75 profiles they did on each of the players they selected. It was outstanding. Um, so I'm going to list the top 10 lists that both of those publications had. And I just want to know which list y'all agree with more. So athletics top 10, they had Kobe at 10. 
They had Tim Duncan at nine. They had Shaquille O'Neal at eight. Larry Bird at seven. Wilt Chamberlain at six. Magic Johnson at five. Bill Russell at four. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at three. LeBron James at two. Michael Jordan at one. ESPN had Kobe at 10, so that's the same. They had Oscar Robinson at nine. They had Tim Duncan at eight. Larry Bird at seven. Bill Russell at six. Wilt Chamberlain at five. So Wilt moved up a little bit. You got Magic at four. You got Kareem at three. LeBron at two. And Jordan at one. So between those two lists, which list do you agree more with? The athletic. Yeah, I'm saying athletic too. I'm gonna go with ESPN because I don't have Shaq in my top ten. Really? Where are you coming? They just outside the top ten, but okay. Fair Hmm. enough. I like the Tim Duncan love though, for sure, for sure. Tim, I feel like Tim Duncan is. Yeah, Tim Duncan is easily Mm -hmm. a top. Mm-hmm. Top ten player. Um, and matter of fact, an athletic list they had him at nine, and ESPN had him at eight. Mm-hmm. I, y'all know how I feel about these types of lists. Like going in the All Star game, it was all these arguments about if LeBron or Jordan was better, and I'm like, we're about to celebrate the greatest players in the league, and y'all want to have this argument right now again for real? Like they are both two of the greatest players to ever play the game. Most people want to have them one and two in some fa- some form, some shape, some fashion. Like, I don't have time for the arguments. I don't get up for the arguments. To me, GOAT is not one player. GOAT is a tier. (laughs) It's a tier of players. And all the players I pretty much said, they're there. Like, that's a GOAT tier. Like, that is what it is. I'm not going to argue with you if you think Kareem is the best player of all time. Like, yeah, sure. Okay, fine. He's not who I would say is the best, but that's, that's just my opinion. It's not that big of a deal. So, for me personally, both of the lists are are cool. I think my top five more aligns with ESPN, but I like the athletics 10 overall better. Um, I think Will's a top ten, a top five, top five player. Um, but I think Shaq should, should be in there. So that's why I would go with the athletic list, but it's, 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 it's nitpicking really. It's they're, they're great. They are great. Do y'all think that anyone they listed, was snub or needs to be considered top ten that they did not have? No, I think they got it right. Negative. Yeah, they got it right. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, because then it comes to the point: who would you take out to put somebody else in? So, I, I might be controversial, but I feel like we're getting to a point where Curry should be in here somewhere again like i come back to like i don't know who you take out because i think that to camille's point like i think that there are tiers and i think that like goat goat tier like that's definitely jordan lebron maybe kareem and i think that that's gonna be the top three regard like that that's probably my top three regardless and then like magic say it again who's your top three jordan lebron kareem okay then my next four are kind of grouped together which is magic will russell bird like i feel like both of those pairs kind of have to be like somewhere in the same vicinity like they were rivals they there was no definitive this guy was better than this guy like they're forever linked so i think that those four are also grouped together and then like eight to probably like 12 or 13 it's also like a group so like duncan shaq oscar kobe 
Um, I think Hakeem's probably in there. Like, so cutting off at 10 is kind of like hard because it's like, well, you have mm-hmm. three guys on the back end that are kind of all in the same range as the next three that you left out. So mm-hmm. it kind of is what it is, whatever. So, hey, like I said, some people get up to that. I'm curious, though, um, who is y'all number one? Who Who is the, like, who is y'all, you think they're the best player? Like I said, it's a tier. To me, when you can talk about who is the best out of the tier, like that's personal preference to a certain degree. It's like just your opinion. But I'm curious, like, who is y'all number one NBA player? Like, who's the, who's, who's the best in your book? It's always been Mike for me. I was number one for Candace Kobe. So I'm curious if it's like I, I, we haven't talked about it since then. So I was curious to know if Kobe is still goat level to you, or if these years of LeBron have have. Uh... <laughs> if you would ask him before this weekend, my got a different response. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm still I'm still Kobe. Kobe is still yeah yeah it's still yeah my like I said it's my personal opinion. Like no disrespect to you know Jordan. Of course. Eric? I'll still go with Jordan. Like, I go back and forth on it. Like, it depends on where LeBron is, basically, at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that ultimately I'm just going to have to wait until his career is over to look at everything in totality. But, like, I think mm-hmm. right now I still got Jordan. Yeah, for me it's Jordan. Um, I wanted to ask you all this too, but I completely forgot until just now. The one thing that was super cool about the NBA 75 celebrations is that it was a chance for me to see so many of the players that like made me fall in love with basketball who like just like my who I grew up watching. Like there were some guys who I like my uncles would talk about and I'm like, oh, like that's Uncle Michael Guy or that's Uncle Tony Guy. Like I know that. But then to see like our generation of players come up where it was like. Ivo and like it's, it's just like yeah. Jason Kidd and Steve Nash. I'm like, these are like some of the guys that made me fall in love with basketball. So I wanted to know what players made y'all fall in love with basketball because I can start because y'all didn't have time to think about the question, but it was Jordan for me. That's what made me watch basketball. Like I used to watch sports when I was a kid because my uncles were watching it. And if I came in the room, they were not changing the channel. Like, it, like you're going to watch what I'm watching or you're going to leave. So I would sit there and they was teaching me the game as a kid and it just became part of what I enjoyed. And I saw Jordan. I was like amazed at him at all times. Like he just did stuff that seemed unrealistic. Like it just, it just seemed like he was bigger than life. Like Jordan was who really got me into loving basketball. And when he retired, I didn't watch it as much until like some of those new, the new class started coming in. Like when me and Ken started becoming cool, Kobe was becoming the man. And I used to love to hate Kobe. So, like, he also helped fuel my love for the sport because I love cheering against Kobe Bryant. I love cheering against Kobe hmm. um, when he was younger. I love watching Steve Nash. That was my boy. I love watching Jay Kidd. I love watching Paige Stoyakovich. Like, I don't know why, Paige. Like, that's random. Nah, but, like, <clears throat> I loved Paige Stoyakovich. I love Paige's. So, like, it's just – I was curious. Like, who were some of y'all favorite players who helped y'all fall in love with basketball? Um, definitely Jordan, like you said, kind of got me. It was all the fanfare and stuff like that. Want to be like Mike and all of that. So Jordan, mm-hmm. but uh, I was a Penny Hardaway fan. I was a Shaq fan. I was Penny's a big, big Ray Allen player. fan. Um, Ray Allen really kind of when he kind of started blowing up in Milwaukee and stuff like that. Really kind of 
integrated Shaq, me yep. to really into the NBA for the most part. I was like, I, I, like I said, I was Penny, Shaq, and, you know, uh, Jordan and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I would watch it because, but they weren't my, on my team. But when Ray Allen started blowing it up, and I, then I started kind of, I mean, you know, he paid a little bit more attention to what's going on here. And then he made me a Bucks fan. Ray Allen made me a Bucks fan. Yeah. I mean, he was one of my favorite players for so long. So I'll, I'll probably say Jordan got me there, but Ray Allen was kind of really what made me like the NBA, like really get mm. into the NBA. That's what's up. I didn't know, like, I knew you liked Ray, but I didn't know it was that. No, big. So that's, I had to say nickname, bro. Like, they call me Ray over in the hood. What you talking about? Who? Somebody guard him. Don't let him. I was that. Don't let him shoot, bro. <laughs> Who man is that? That was me. Who man is that? Tree. Bang. What you talking about? Bang. <laughs> Bang. Here you go. Bang. Bang. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> um, well, mine, of course, was Kobe. Um, I like I, I grew a fro and everything because of Kobe, all of that. He had a fro for, he had a Kobe fro for years. Yeah. Um, and then second will be KG, Kevin Garnett. Um, Interesting. Yeah, he was one of the ones because I was like, he was just a dog. Yeah, and I was just like, yo, this dude, Kobe. Um, so, yeah, Kobe, KG. Um, and then Penny. Penny was always um, mm-hmm. nice. Uh, my uncle actually got me on Penny or whatever because he actually looked like Penny Hardaway. That's it. So I thought the little penny commercials. Yeah, yeah that's did. <laughs> and then Shaq, of course, too. So Magic Shaq, and then of course when he came to the Lakers, it just elevated. So yeah, so those were Ramon. Eric, um, I won't answer your question, but I actually had thought about this as we were going through All Star Weekend. It's like I wonder, like when the generation of kids that are kids now, like once they're like our age, like I feel like Steph Curry specifically, but Steph and Kyrie, Mm -hmm. like they have such like a hold on like that younger generation. Like their stock is really going to rise over like the next 15 to 20 years as the people that grew up watching them, one, enter the league, but two, like kind of come to control the conversation a little bit. Because it's like the people are like right behind us, like LeBron is their dude. And Mm -hmm. like all they've known is like LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. And like Jordan captured like our childhood. So like for us and like people a little bit older than us, it's like, damn, Jordan was like that dude. Because like that's what you were introduced to. Like that was your standard. And like people before that, it might be like magic. You know, so it kind of it's kind of like SNL where it's like whoever was, you know, like the best class of SNL is always like whoever was on it when you were like 12. It's the same thing with like basketball. It's like whoever was that dude when you were like seven or eight or whenever you happen to like start playing, paying attention to basketball, like that's kind of like who you tend to gravitate towards like in these historical conversations. Yeah, generally. So, yeah, with that being said, Jordan, and I, would, I don't even think I was necessarily a fan of it, but I think that he captured like my imagination, like made me interested in basketball because it was just like the Bulls were always on TV, you know, like mm-hmm. NBC – Triple headers Shoot. on Sundays. Jordan shoot. Jordan shoes really is the answer. Like Jordan the player, whatever Jordan shoes, like that was my shit. And like that <laughs> probably like fed into like why I like basketball. Cause like, you know, you got penny shoes. It like it burst like signature signature lines like that. Um a little bit later, 
it was Dwayne Wade because he was at Marquette like before I went to U. Oh, University. we I know who's going later. You know, D Wade is my. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think like who are my favorite players. Like I never yeah gravitate. I think towards play like I, I always gravitate to towards like random ass role players like BJ Armstrong and Kendall Gill. Like no, I know BJ is your boy. Like you love BJ. BJ, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but <laughs> yeah, dude. double one time. Hey yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah, and like now that I'm older and like most of you guys are younger than me, it's kind of weird to have a favorite player. Like, not weird, but it's it's just different. It's, it's yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, like the only act like there's active players that I love watching where I'm like, yeah, that's that's my boy right there. Like, I love well, Giannis is special. Like, Giannis yeah. might end up being like my favorite player to ever exist at the end of the <laughs> career just because of like the fanship and watching them grow. No players um, ever brought me more joy than Giannis. So. Yeah, that, that's that's a fact. Um, and then, like, I love John Morant. I love LaMelo Ball. Yeah. Like, sure. it's a lot of talent. Um, I do want to hit the comments real quick because they – Mark and Shell oh, are giving – Yeah, giving their opinion. So, Mark has Kareem as the greatest of all time. Shells has Jordan. When talking about players that helped them fall in love with Ball, Mark had Ray Allen, KG, Vince Carter – Shell said that Jordan was the reason that he begged his dad for a little tights court, and Ray Allen was the reason why he wanted to learn how to shoot three. So, like, okay. it's, yeah. And shout out to Ivo, too. Like, he wasn't a favorite player of mine, but, like, he just – he was also, the coolest player I had ever seen before dude, in my life. I was going to say, like, also there's, a, like, that subset of our generation where it's, like, and one mixtape, like, every like, love Iverson, like that. So – yeah, all of, shout out. Like everybody like contributed to the game and like facts. So. And it was cool to see them all, like most of them up there, like mm-hmm. together. Where I'm like, dang, like Dr. J standing next to, to Jordan, standing next to Giannis, standing next to Steph. And it's like, like what? So for the first time in my life, I was jealous of 76ers fans because there was a picture of like Embiid on the court, and then they had like Iverson sitting next to Dr. J on the sidelines. Like it's so it was just framing the three of them. It's like that's mm-hmm. Sixers hit the well, Add in Wilt, but that's Sixers history basically, like for and the last yeah. 40 years. Like, that's called, yeah. like, that'd be like, Giannis and, and uh, Ray and shout out to Charles Barkley, too. He was someone I liked as a kid. Um, I liked his shoes a lot. Speaking of like shoes, getting you, I yeah. love Barkley's for some yeah. reason. <laughs> I think because my cousin Michael had them, and he had this whole, I'm gonna show you how to picture, he had this whole fit. And I remember being a kid and being like, <sighs> <laughs> I want, like, he always had all the stuff, and I was like, man, I'm. Oh, I want it. I'm gonna buy me some Barclays just because I'm gonna find my cousin. I'm gonna wear them to him. I'm like, look what I got. He's gonna be like, oh, what, cuz? And I'm like, yeah, payback. <laughs> <laughs> MLB has postponed their spring training games through March 5th amid the lockout and CBA negotiations. So they're doing all the legalese right now. They're going back and forth, putting off on the table, ain't being accepted. So I just want to ask, especially the baseball guys, do y'all think uh, the season starts on time? Nope. No, it's not, <laughs> not going to start on time. It, it don't really sound like they – like. it sound like the MLB put out some shit. MLBPA, like, nah. <laughs> and a lot of it is with the arbitration years because, like, cats mm-hmm. want to get paid sooner than having to be in the league for five, six years and then finally getting their first payday because you told them, no, we'll give you a 2% raise for the first six years even though you've been an all-star. Or you could take it's this hundred million dollar contract for ten years, even though you're only twenty. 
<laughs> like, like, like guys like nah bro i've been in the league for four years you want to be able to send me up and down whenever the fuck y'all want to let me be able to stay here and make my money when i've played well enough mm-hmm. like, it usually comes down to arbitration a lot of these conversations but this year they, they've been it's been some some stubbornness so they pushed back spring training and they told fans if you got tickets already like we'll give you a full refund and shit like mm-hmm. we'll see how i go but it's an owner induced lockout so it's not like it's the players yeah Shell said ain't gonna be no season. And <laughs> it'll be a season. They ain't missing no yeah. money. Like yeah. that. they'll miss the spring training money. But they ain't I mean, even spring training money is more so like in the black. Like for real. Like they this is like almost all profit for the spring training money. So they that's gonna hurt them, but they ain't gonna hurt them like regular season money. Yeah. Like, they, I don't think they wanna miss money like that, but it's the owners who saying nah. So we'll see. All I know is that I need there to be a season because I need a tailgate. It's time. Hey, it is time. <laughs> <laughs> it is time we didn't do a tailgate the last year before the pandemic because i said we needed a break we'll be back next year and then a whole pandemic came and shut the world down and now we ain't had a, we ain't had a tailgate since 2019 2018 was it yeah, yeah, yeah y'all didn't do one in 18 we didn't do one we didn't do it we didn't do one in 19 me and the mayor are getting texts from from people who don't even live in the state no more. Like, hey, when you're at that tailgate, uh, let us know. We trying to we'll come back to Milwaukee for the tailgate. Need that tailgate. Take Need the, that. Uh, the red eyes just flying to the city overnight. Need Can that. You- <laughs> Need that. <laughs> so, uh, so NFL put out some some betting op. Not the NFL, but. You know, Vegas be on top of everything. So they put out the 2022 NFL MVP odds. This was as of the 15th of this month. I want to know who y'all got your early money on. So they got Rodgers plus 700 along with uh, Patrick Mahomes. At plus 900, you got Josh Allen. Plus 1,200, you got Joe Burrow. Plus 1,400, you got uh, Herbert. And then the plus 1,500, you got Stafford. <laughs> Who would you put your early money on for MVP next year? Tim thinking it's Joe. I'll probably say between Joe or uh, Justin. Given the odds, I'd put some money down on Joe for show for show. I'd probably put a little money down on Stafford just 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 to see. (laughs) Just because he got the rating, they'll probably give him a little little bump in the votes. Like, you know what? You might not be that bad, Staff. I know you get the other team the ball every game, but might not be <laughs> how, that bad. So, like, obviously they went all in this year. Like, how is their cap sheet looking for next year? Like, are they going to have to get they rid of the back people? if they wanted to? Couldn't t- I, I couldn't tell you. I have not paid attention to their cap sheet. Uh, Aaron Donald, the, the rumors were Aaron Donald retiring and stuff like that. But then after they had their Super Bowl thing, uh, their, their post came and they media blitz and all of that stuff like that. Um, they were talking about running it back. And then I seen an article out there like they actually not, I don't know if it's Tampa Bay level of running back, but they can bring back the the, the main guys the big- if they needed to. Like they can legitimately try to run it back if they really wanted to. Yeah, okay. so, yeah I want to ask for specifics, but I figure like there would be some type of information out there that you might have seen. So. Thank you for that. For sure. Uh, Shell said Joe Shiesty and Mark had Herbert or Burrow. So we are pretty much on the same page when it comes to that. Okay. We almost at the end. We're going to get through here so we can get to our top five. But Tyreek Hill Uh tweeted out, quote, I'm about to race everybody that called me out. Let's go. End quote. 
Tim, you ready to call out? Tyreek Hill? I did on Twitter. Hey, do it now. We need an official call out. We're going to pop on If he wants to run, if he really about that shit, I am down to do it. I ain't I ain't running from nobody. Just running away from everybody. What you talking about? <laughs> no, I do it. If he want to get to the foot, we, we can go ahead and skedaddle. I ain't like that. <laughs> Let him know he don't want that smoke. Nah, for sure. He gonna bring his little crew. I bring my crew too. You know what I'm saying? We gonna, We're gonna be out there like when these preliminaries can be out there. You know? Hell yeah, we out here. You can't preliminary <laughs> doing what? <laughs> <laughs> we out here. He, he running the jokes. No, he running the jokes. <laughs> 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 but no, for sure. Like if, if uh, I when I seen it, I was like, hmm. I wonder if he legit. And then I seen you tag me in it. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> but if you feel about it, I really I'll do it. I know I know. Years ago, when I was a young spry guy, I was like, no, to the Olympic sprinter. But fuck that shit. I ain't got shit to lose. <laughs> I ain't got shit to lose now. Like fuck it. So on wax officially, Tim is calling out Tyreek Hill. He want that smoke in a yeah. race. We want the smoke. We want to smoke. You I'm gonna have my hair cut too. Make make sure I'm aerodynamically sound. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> make, make sure I'm all good to go. And, and can't have nothing. Nope. Can't have a wind hey. caught in that mug and then that's what we like like a breaking shit. Nope, can't do it. Hey Tyree Hill, the ball is in your court. Tim ready to go. He got the sneak, he ready to lace him up. He gotta run that's the flip flops though. He got to take a step by step too. Flip flops first, and then shoes. <laughs> you you gonna make him be like, no, you better come correct if you gonna come to this race, fam. Flip flops first, then shoes. Then we'll talk about cleats later. Nah, you know what this race gonna be. He wants the smoke, Ty. We gonna we gonna we gonna try to get that going. Tech file fam, we need y'all to tweet at Tyreek Hill as well. Let Cheetah know for sure that we got a Cheetah too. So we're gonna we gonna clip this uh, part and put it out. Oh heck yeah, we gonna we gonna clip this. We posting this. Let me get the time. One forty four. We <laughs> we out here. So we gonna be out here scared. My money's on Tim. Fuck it. Hey, let's go. Back hey, I'm supporting my supporting like, my guy out here. I mean, nigga, like plus twelve thousand. But it's like, right. what's the odds? What's the odds on my guy? <laughs> plus twelve thousand. Y'all gonna get some real money and shit today. <laughs> What's the odds? Oh my god! <laughs> Better dollar get sixty eight k fucking with me. Hey, <laughs> hey! No, Tim. Tim's probably the fastest person I know. It's either him or my my baby brother. It's between the two of them. I mean, Your brother I, might have me now because that motherfucker. Well, because after he caught me, I ended up turning around like, nah, fuck that. I ain't getting chased down again like that. Not from no young cat. Young cat's the ones you got to worry about. Ty Hill, a young cat. <laughs> I don't give a shit. He, he Ty Hill is like what 27, 28 now. So he he, younger, he got some miles on him. Hey, he got NFL miles on him too. He ain't a regular 27, 28. <laughs> so so I, I we'll roll out with that. I, I like I, how I, being I, the fastest player in the NFL is like a demerit in Tim's eyes. Like <laughs> Tyreek Hill is 27. Yeah, that's what I was like. He's 27, 28. He, he got some NFL years on him. Hey, what you talking about? Them legs, you know, they ain't the same. They ain't the same 21-year-old, 22-year-old legs. That's all right. Yeah, but you got 33-year-old legs. Hey, listen, I ain't got hit. <laughs> I ain't been getting hit. Ain't nobody been taking me out by the kneecaps on Sundays. <laughs> so, I'll take my chances. Said, uh, Tim going to make him run in crops. <laughs> hey, put him in sports mode. Hey, That's, fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. I don't even. I ain't even got no crops, but I make. You know what? I'm gonna look 
No, he said Tim, no, like he was gonna make Ty Hill. Oh, hell yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can do that, but I gotta look into some too. Maybe, you know, they might be comfortable enough to run it. Then maybe he can't run in those because then I'm like, if they're comfortable, he can't do it. See, you, you, you don't stack the deck against yourself, fam. Don't, don't, I ain't second guessing it. I already told you 12,000 plus on the bet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Elimination Chamber took place this past weekend. It was on Saturday afternoon because this show was in Saudi Arabia. Brock Lesnar won the Elimination Chamber match to become the new WWE champion. And then, of course, WWE confirmed that we're going to get Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania in a champion versus champion match. But at this moment of this recording, WWE has not confirmed this will be a winner takes all match or you know it's going to be the nation. <laughs> I'm, I'm reporting what we know at the moment, and at the moment it's just champion versus champion. So we'll definitely see how that goes. And currently, the WrestleMania 38 card is looking like this. We know three matches for sure. The one I just named: Brock versus Roman title winner versus or champ versus champ. And then you got the both of the women's title matches confirmed. You have Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the Raw women title. And then Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown women's title. That's what we know so far. They're, they're, I don't know if they're teasing it on TV yet, but they're definitely teasing it on social media. Uh, we getting Stone Cold back? Possibly. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get uh, apparently Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens, which I'm like, if we're bringing Stone Cold back, that's not the match I wanted to see. But I get it. They both do a stunner, so whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stunner versus stunner. Fuck out of here. <laughs> that's pretty much what that that would be the allure of that to my now. Like they saying that Kevin Owens is the modern Stone Cold. He's been trying to do like the fight Owens fight, and then picking up the stunner and going against the uh, the authority. Like he's been trying for a while. It sounds like good. Right, Camille, what match do you want for Stone Cold then? The one I wanted is no longer possible. That was just to see him go against CM Punk. Like that was the only match I wanted to see Stone Cold come back for. And that moment has passed. So now I just prefer to see Stone Cold stay at home. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's my honest opinion. I'm tired of some of these dudes coming back. Why did Goldberg have to wrestle? I don't need to see Goldberg no more. I think he still got a couple more matches left on his. I don't want to see Goldberg no more. We can kill two birds with one stone. Like just do like the the ultimate dream match from 1998 and give Stone Cold and Goldberg. No. I don't want to see that either. He ain't even a safe worker. Like bleh. yuck. <laughs> like if yuck. Stone Cold came back, I wanted to put up with somebody who they would figure to be safe. So one person I told Sam, I was like. Yeah, they teasing AJ Styles and Edge, but AJ Styles and Stone Cold. Like, I'm sure they can find some storyline, but AJ Styles still make him look really good. If they want to go to the cinematic approach like they did with the Taker, they can do that. He's still a big enough name. Like, they can figure out something like something like that, or rumors is Cody Rhodes is coming back. I like absolutely not. It's just different people outside of Kevin Owens that we can kind of get more attention to. I was gonna say nobody that you just named is appreciably a bigger oh, name no, no. than Kevin Owens. Like they're AJ Styles. They're At they, this point, they're presented no. in WWE, like no, like they're on the same level. Like if you want to talk about like career wise, I guess AJ Styles like has a certain level of prestige that Kevin Owens doesn't, but like what they're doing right now in WWE, like no, even Shell said gross. <laughs> why is Brock Le- why Brock Lesnar again? You know why Brock Lesnar again? Because Brock makes money. <laughs> <laughs> He's fun right now. And that. And that. 
Brock is actually probably the most entertaining he's been in the WWE at this point, outside of being the next big thing. Like the next big thing, Brock was amazing. And now this Brock, though, like this bought in, just let me just have fun, Brock, is very entertaining. Yeah. When he bust out that damn cage because Bobby Lashley was supposed to be picked. (laughs) He said, fuck it. Nobody's watching. Like nobody's watching (laughs) to see like this supposedly fun Brock Lesnar. Because you've had the last four years. (laughs) Like. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. They'll keep they'll keep going on their road to WrestleMania. We'll see how that goes. So a couple other things real quick. Wrap up. Vanderbilt basketball debuted wearable pitch signaling devices, which is my fault. Baseball, which is to help cut down uh, sign stealing and improve pace of play. Uh, 155 of the NFL draft prospects are prepared to boycott NFL draft combined because of the bubble restrictions that the NFL is trying to put into place. I think they already caved. They, I figured that when came out, was like, "Nah, we don't want to. We don't want to." Like, bro, y'all don't stand on. To be clear, the NFL <laughs> paid, like, they're not right? Not the board. players. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the XFL and the NFL have reached a collaboration agreement to innovate together on game rules, officiating, and health and safety, among other areas. But Danny Garcia, who is the XFL chairwoman slash owner, made it clear that the deal is not a precursor to becoming a developmental league for the NFL. Which sounds good, but we'll see what happens. Apparently, there's a new USFL launching. One of like a draft today or something like that. I think that, that yeah, that's all I know. Let me see. USFL. We'll see. Um, it ain't uh, it, the USL is back. Good luck. Uh, it, right. It, it, <laughs> why do we keep? Re- I don't know. These dead leagues and like. I don't it's know. Ne- it's never gonna like it's. Best case scenario is going to be a developmental league for the NFL. Like none of them are going to compete. Like nobody watches this shit. Like, yeah, it'll be back April sixteenth. Good luck. Let's kick off. <laughs> Good luck. Blow the whistle time. Let's get into it. All right, now that's enough out of you. You know what? Tease ass up. E, the spotlight is yours. All right, I got two. I'll try to make them quick. First. I don't ever want to hear anything about tampering ever again in the NBA. Like <laughs> the fact that James Harden basically declared in the middle of the season, like I'm going to the Sixers and then it happened. Like you tell me he didn't have any type of, <clears throat> any type of communication with his former GM, his former team CEO. Apparently he's friends with ownership with the Sixers. Like and nobody Tristan knew. Thompson, Tristan Thompson had a new team before he was even way like his his coach announced it post game. <laughs> oh, like, this no, last night. This is Tristan's last night, Wills. We appreciate him for the week of service that he had on the team. Like he's gonna be with the Bulls <laughs> tomorrow. Like even the tweet just happened. Like just don't lie to me. Like I don't care. <laughs> like it's just like don't tell me it's one thing when it's clearly the other. Or hold us to a certain standard. I mean, I'm, I'm not even, I don't even care from a Bucks perspective, like just league wide, like is as a fan, as somebody that follows the league, like you telling me like this, you're trying to tell me that this shit isn't happening and it clearly is. So mm-hmm. like why and everybody see it? put up the facade <laughs> of, oh, we're, you know, we're cracking down on tamper. We're making the the penalties stiffer and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> and you don't have any incentive to do it because like all the rumors and shit like that gets more attention on your game like people it gets you clicks it gets woge bombs like getting hundreds of hundreds of thousands of retweets like it's good for business but like you try to act like you're not doing it so that you can selectively enforce 
the rules that you claim to have. Whatever. Tracy McGrady. Hmm. I understand that you might be salty because you didn't make the top 75. You probably deserve to. It's not my place to say. What is my place to say is that you ain't going to come in here trying to hate on somebody that dropped 50 in game six of the NBA finals to win finals MVP. Close You're not going to do that. Uh, so if you hadn't seen it, he said, and I quote, if you can't shoot, it's going to be hard. And Giannis' game is predicated on coming downhill. It would have been tough for him to be who he is today back in my day. Same way that he would have struggled in, in T-Max era. First of all, I was around for your era. <laughs> Most of y'all niggas couldn't shoot. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to keep it a buck. At least not mm-hmm. shoot, you know, officially. Not like this. <laughs> not like also, this. Young Shaq, old Shaq, all Shaqs ran through that league. Tim Duncan's, if David Robinson. There's been one player that's been compared to Shaquille O'Neal in this era is Giannis. Talk to him. Also, illegal defense rules. That wall shit that quote unquote <laughs> shuts Giannis down, you couldn't do that. So y'all got to play straight up. Take his ass. Well, you guarding Giannis, see, man. What? Like, no. Nah. Really think my guy would have struggled? <laughs> no, nah, because you're the six seven, six eight guy on the court. Six eight, like what? Two hundred pounds. Hey, you the closest big man to him. Go ahead, go out. <laughs> like, like seriously, let's take a step back here. Who, who's guarding Giannis one on one? This size, this is athletic ability. Not from the perimeter. Y'all mean Only, you're gonna have to put. Grant now, y'all, y'all ain't got the footwork to be out there on the <laughs> perimeter like that. Oh, Giannis would have looked forward to dunking on y'all. Duh, that'd have been his mission every game. <laughs> like the bigs wasn't nimble enough to hold them, and the the little the guards and wings weren't strong enough. Their arms were a little too short to box with God. Let's put it that way. Shit, that's why I'm on uh, Like we don't have to do this. Like I saw. Let me get let me get on my soapbox for a minute. I saw people this morning. As we said, it's an ice storm in Wisconsin. Schools are closed. I saw people my age talking about back in my day, we had to go to school and tend to snow, and it was what? No, like, not, no. <laughs> Things weren't harder when you were younger. Things weren't better when you were younger. Like, there have been incremental changes, but like, there's give and take everywhere. Things, certain things would have been easier, certain things would have been harder. But at the end of the day, like life is going to whoop your ass regardless. Facts. <laughs> like, let's not do this comparing. Like, y'all have it so easy nowadays because I struggle back in the day. It don't work like that. Facts. That's all I got. Let's bring the organ. Man, shut Because I definitely saw people like, oh, we didn't have ice back in the 90s. Listen, fam, I don't get you how driving people- in it. I don't, get how pe- I don't get how people get upset at safety becoming more of a priority. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just because we had to go through some crap that we probably shouldn't have, like, that doesn't mean <laughs> that, like, it's a problem now. Like, we shouldn't have been doing it either. Like, it should have been a thing. <laughs> we have like, gotten imagine, better as a people. <laughs> imagine somebody growing up in the 60s talking about, 
Man, y'all saw fast kids today. Y'all got car seats and seat belts. Like, you ain't had that shit in my day. Facts. <laughs> they had benches. <laughs> benches yeah, in their car. We had to sit on the creeks and shit in the back seat. We clocked in. It was 18 of us in one car. Good for you. I'm glad you're still here. I'm glad you made it. <laughs> glad you made it. <laughs> like, come on. Y'all man. hit that corner, the whole car going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's two wheels. All right, two wheels shorty, bro. Every, every rip. Mm. I remember. No, I feel days. you on that, that. and yeah, and I'm glad you brought the T Mac thing. I just want to double back and say one more thing, because one thing I'll say about that era is there were a lot of good power forwards, and mm. most of them couldn't shoot either. So I don't understand the argument at all. Tim Duncan was not out here stretching it out to the three point line. What's your point? Shit, was Alonzo Mourning doing shit like that, dude? Hell no. <laughs> Like, like come on, like the you really know, good, like good guys weren't out ben there pulling threes and shit. Thought, was was Ben out there? No. Yeah. Was Irvin no magic out there? No. Well, first of all, Irvin shouldn't. Be- <laughs> 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 Irvin don't belong. Irvin, Irvin no magic one out there pulling threes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got uh, bro. We need to find that guy. Irvin Johnson. That is yeah. funny. Hmm. Mm. Shelson, man, they had prayers back in them times. That's a fact. My mom saw about them how they had just a bench, and he was like, "Oh, five of us be in the back seat." And I'm like, "Just five of y'all on a bench, okay, just in the car." Bench? They had a oh, like there was no like it was just a it was a bench like it no was, safety just just car. <laughs> just talking about seat, how they bro. rode from Mississippi. Y'all hold on to each other while y'all driving and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. You hit the corner, bro. That's hold crazy. on to this, yeah. the door and the person. Yeah. like shit. Hey, but them cars was, was sturdy though. You can them, you can you bounce off death traps, bro. All metal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they didn't last it. Pull off. They yeah. lasted. Yeah. Last but no. yeah, mm. Good that game. is uh <laughs> That's <laughs> that's the blow the whistle this week. Let's get into that tech top five. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech top five. All right, so I saw two votes, and if I am wrong, y'all feel free to correct me. But if I am not wrong, then the winners of last week's Tech Top 5, which was Best Black Sitcom Characters of the 90s, was myself. And who? which one of y'all had uh, Marlon on y'all list? I did. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> it was me and Ken. We won. So shout out to you, brother. Hey, first of all. I'm going to start calling motherfuckers out. I almost said fuck you because y'all don't want to vote. But y'all need to start voting. We'll yeah, people be vote. liking the comment. We don't need you to like it. We need you to vote. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, I like that. I like what y'all doing out here, bro. Oh, that's, that's a cool to top five. Like, damn, like, you know, that's drop, a cool graphic. Hey, drop fire. a letter. Just pick a letter, fam. Pick the list that corresponds best with what you like. And if you no, like, no, drop I'm another this, comment. The stone. <laughs> they <laughs> We got two votes, and I see at least three people in the comments right now. So some math ain't math. Who who are the comments? Y'all like I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Swiss and Suits in here, fam. Uh, bro, what up, fellas? No, I didn't even see him come in. What up, though? What up, y'all? What up, family? Y'all niggas He's better vote next week, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> we be this taking our sweet time doing these goddamn lists for y'all motherfuckers out the vote. What's wrong with y'all? Talk to him. This week, though, we are ending Black History Month with a draft since, you know, the next time we come into the studio, it'll be March 1st. So 
to close out Black History Month, we are doing a draft. And the draft that we are doing is putting together like a musical group. So, Swiss Sue said, leave knee pads alone, man. I don't know who who you talking to. Is he wrestling? Leave knee pads. Like, is he wrestling? But they're going to play football? Like, what you <laughs> what on? We talking about? What you on, fam? What you on? But yeah, we're creating music groups this week. So, we're doing it as a, as a draft. Um, I'm gonna just do it like this. Who want to pick first? Not me. Shit, I don't want it. I go for it. I don't uh, want it. <laughs> I didn't say who want to go for it. I said who want to go first. Now, I'll do a number generator. Don't y'all worry. I'll do it. Irvin Johnson. Gotcha. Oh, he's talking about Irvin uh, Johnson. Oh okay. no, Irvin no okay. Magic, bro. <laughs> okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Leap knee pads. Like okay. It. We got you. We got you. We we thought you was coming for the smoke for a second. All right, who wants their number first? I don't want to take it. Okay. You sure? <laughs> she pointed right. like we know who she pointed at. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you want it like yeah. I was looking at two of them over here. Like you, you right now. Who is the uh, two? <laughs> Eric and Ken. I'm looking at the you know, the layout is you, Dooch, Eric, myself, and Ken. Uh mm. so which one do y'all want it first? Eric or Ken? Y'all both raise your hands. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. Oh, he, he, Eric, he. you got <laughs> you got four. Who wants the <laughs> number two? I was like, damn. <laughs> Who wants number next? I'll go. Uh, Ken? I'll go. Yeah. You're three. Yeah. Tim? Don't don't do it to me. Not like this. You two. Cut! Hey, hey, I'm number hey. one. All right. <laughs> 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 Musical groups. Shoot. This going to be difficult, though. Yeah, this is going to be very... You got to get the right energy. You got to get the right vibe. Do I want a rap group? Do I want a singing group? Do I want to be make the band where I got a rapper and a singer? I don't know. The pressure here is... What kind of vibe? You going to hip-hop? You going to R&B? You going to dance hall? What you doing? Dance hall. It's so many black artists. Yeah. Dylan, 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 Dylan. You know what? I know the direction I'm going in. My first pick of the black music group draft. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and grab the legendary Butter Smooth. Marvin Voice Gay. is smooth as butter. Marvin Gaye. Ah. Marvin Gaye. That's a good Okay. Good number one. Hmm. That's a good one. Tim. Hey, um, see, I was trying to figure out what vibe I wanted to. Yeah, it's uh, hard. So I had to make a decision and just. I also was said I was gonna grab a producer first because that producer was gonna kind of pretty much dictate my vibe. And I thought about Timbaland for the longest, but that's your boy. It is my boy, but uh, Pharrell be making some some sick shit too. Can't go wrong with him either. I think I'm gonna roll with. For real, as my producer. Okay. See, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm picking a producer. See, I'm. I'm I got because for real could be on the hooks and shit too. So no, I'm, he definitely I, I could. It. Like, there's so many ways you can go. So I'm. We'll talk as my as okay. my group comes together. Ken, who you um, picking? I'm going Kanye. Kanye Tudor. Yes, ma'am. Yay. He was right there too. Yeah, Eric. So I also don't know what direction I'm gonna take this yet. I don't either. 
I'm winging the shit out of him. Man. <laughs> I'm going to go with somebody versatile. Okay. Let me get Drake. Ah, oh. I was next. All right, good one, though. That's a good one. The problem is I have the next pick, so I still got to pick the right <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I know who I want. Ooh, ooh, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I'm making the – woo. Okay, I'm excited now. Okay. I wish I was that excited. So I'm going R&B. I think I feel like y'all going more rappy. So I'm going sh- sh- nah, singing over here. Nah. You, I was easy. I would either. I don't know. Mine gonna be a little interesting. Let me. Let me get a. Let me get a. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm playing. Uh, I'm gonna go with Rihanna. Mm, mm. That's a good one. Okay. Okay. Um, it's on me, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm gonna go Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I can trying to go for the for the votes. Yeah. I see yeah. what's happening here. All yeah. right, Tim. I'm gonna go Mike. Give me Mike Jackson. All right. Hey, All right. Uh, so I go back to back here. Let me go ahead and grab Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Okay, good one. And then let me go ahead and grab Erica Badu. Ooh. Ooh. We singing what we got. We bring some harmonies and some vibes over here. That's what we going with. We going with vibes over here. Hey, I feel you on the vibes. Let me get Bob Marley. Bob Marley, Pharrell, and Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay, okay, unexpected, mm-hmm. but I could, I could, I could, I could. We we can we can we can mix some stuff because I got one more that you might. Err, but I can I, I can hear it all mixing. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see. I uh, can. I don't want to do what I want to do. I don't want to do what I want to do. So I'm gonna do what I ain't gonna want to do. Yeah, that's basically what I think I'm gonna do. Um, I want to go Earth, Wind, and Fire. Can I pick all of them? Can you take a whole group? I'm gonna build a group with a group. I gotta take Earth, Wind, or Fire. Yes, yes, bro. Yes, pick an element. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about taking a whole group. I'm gonna take the Wu Tang Clan. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, come on, man. I got my rap group now. Uh. <laughs> God damn it, bro. Um, I don't want to do this, though. Hey, you said you was going to do what you didn't want to do. Now do it. Oh, no. um, <laughs> give me Jay-Z. I mean, that was the logical she, next Right. It makes sense. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. But I didn't want to do it, though. Hey, you got to go. Watch the I understand. Throne, yeah, I know. Eric. Hmm. Back-to-back picks. I don't know yeah. I'm just gonna go for Hail Marys. Like fuck it. Maybe it maybe it comes together. Uh, fuck it. Jan Jackson. Okay. Miss Jackson, okay, if you nasty. Hey. Hey, don't format yet for me, Tim. Alright. I was doing And then This is a lot harder. No, it's extremely difficult trying to draft a group. (laughs) And it don't help that I remember what the top five was like three-fourths of the way through the show. So I didn't even have any time to prepare. I didn't prep. No, this is all off the hip, I think, for everybody. Yeah. 
Man, I got a little note over here that I was prepping for the show. <laughs> oh, this the, this, this the, the time he prepped. Time, the first time hey. in history. I be trying to prep, but then I be talking. <laughs> <laughs> Eric? Uh, I'm going to go with Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. No, Kendrick Harris. Hey, bur, bur, bur. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I for real stopped and said, oh. <laughs> who that? That guy's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> so we back to Ken now, right, for the pick? Yeah, there. Damn, I don't know. Um, you got Kanye, Beyonce, and Jay-Z. Might as well go get Dame Dash. Your freeway, Mr. Bleak. Who's going hey, right hey, hey, freeway would be stronger than doggone. <laughs> I mean, I think J. Cole is the next logical one. I was I wanna I wanna I feel like I need a male singer. Do we? Yeah. You'll get Frank Ocean? Just just redo no. Wash the Throne. <laughs> Kingdom Come. Hey, don't be talking about Frank Ocean, fam. He might fit on my squad. Hey, Frank Cole. That's what I'm saying. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet. Can who so who you gonna pick? I don't know. Right. Um, give me my fucking um um, pick Frank Ocean now. You want James Brown? No, I was going. I thought. Oh, I ain't gonna do old though. One of the Browns. Chuck yeah. Berry. Chris. Nah. Um, motherfucking um. Al Green. I can't pick. That's what I was gonna get. I ain't gonna lie. But I think I'm gonna do Ron Isley. Now that's a voice that fit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, just. I think they probably Wilson too. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tim. Give me Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Yo, hey, yo, yo, squad is coming. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. But for real, can do all of it. <laughs> he can do rock. He can do pop. He can it's do. It's eclectic. I don't know how yeah. everyone will fit on each of those tracks, though. That's... Hey, Mike can hit him with the bop. Mike and Bob go ahead and hit a collab. Mike and Jimmy could hit a collab. <laughs> like, hey, we can, Mike, we can, we can work something out, dude. <laughs> we can work it out. Okay. Um, oh, I know. Damn it. Fuck me. I got two more picks oh, we got to go oh. with Marvin, Gambino, and Badu. We got to keep the vibes going. I'm going to pick up her. Mm. God damn it. She was she was on my short list. That's, That's a great nice. That is a and good And then I'm going to finish out my group. Oh, I know I'm gonna finish it off. We got Gambino, Badu, her, and Marvin. I need another vibe. So I'm gonna go with Anderson Pack. That's a good one. Oh, I know how I'm gonna That's my that's my squad there. Uh Tim, last pick. Oh, um, give me Tupac, Teddy Riley. Now that oh, now that would have been a cold. <laughs> that that's a draft pick, Teddy Riley, right there. That's hmm. I dang Teddy would have been a whole different direction to go in. Yeah, I my first pick. Then I went a different direction. Over. Oh, hmm. I need a. 
Oh, see, you got for, I, you got Pharrell, you got Michael Jackson, yeah. Bob Marley, and Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I feel like I needed a. I need a female voice to kind of carry that's kind of put everything together, like like an Aretha or something. Right yeah, I was, that's what I was thinking. Like Aretha would just, I feel she like Aretha. Off, though. I feel like she can, she will fit in with this this crew. Yeah, I'm, give me everything. She's gonna come in singing, singing, singing. Give me some. She give me some vocals. She give me a verse. She give me a background. She give me some harmonizing. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll work something out. Ken, your last pick. Your your squad so far is Kanye to the Beyonce, Jay Z, and Ron Isley. Um, Bruno Mars. <clears throat> now, if I would have picked Teddy Riley, Bruno would have been the first. The next. The, <laughs> the, the very next. That's fine. All right, Eric. The weekend. Okay, that's a good one. I was going with Bruno, but the weekend was my backup. So I think weekend's actually a better fit than Bruno probably would be. So let's just uh, revisit our our groups, get some uh, should honest. We sign off. Should we sign off on the good news because it's eight thirty? Oh yeah, good news, folks. Appreciate hey. y'all. We out of here. We'll see y'all. Catch week. the YouTube for the rest. YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> but my list for the top five, uh, my group ended up being Marvin Gaye, Childish Gambino, Erica Badu, her, and Anderson Pack. We going okay. for the vibes over here. I'll see you. Tim, number two pick, your squad. Uh, Pharrell, Mike Jackson. Bob Marley, Jimi Hendrix, and Aretha Franklin. Now, I will say, if I didn't pick Aretha, I was really like it was between getting like a strong voice like Aretha or Biggie to kind of just float on some of these tracks because he could fit, he oh, changed his style up. He would have been able to fit on a Bob Marley joint. He would have been able to fit on a Jimmy joint. But I, I pick Aretha. So when you put this group together, are you imagining that? They're ever gonna all be on the same track together, or is right? Kind of picking and choosing like different. I'm I'm doing just like I mean it's a group, so eventually yeah sure, but I'm also thinking about the different, like the group as a, its totality. Like yeah sure we'll have a a, a synced track, sure it's a group but, fam that's the whole yeah, point of the yeah we'll have a synced track for sure, but your group can have a you know we we got other things going on too you know let us let us do our thing over here. We're gonna have a sync track that answers I'm just, yes. I'm just trying to see the vision. That's all. <laughs> because because if it's I'm not, if it's, if, I, I got a vision. If it's not, if it's our group, hey, we, we work different than y'all. That's all. We still agree. No, no, my, no, my point is if it's not drafted as a group in its totality, then what was the point of the draft? Because it was a uh, group. Who said it wasn't? Who said what wasn't? That I wasn't didn't draft in totality. You said that. No, I didn't. You just. Never mind. <laughs> Next. Ken, what's your, what's your group? Um, shit, I got Kanye. Um, what Kanye, Beyonce, Jay Z, Ron Isley, and Bruno Mars. Eric, fourth pick Drake, Rihanna, Janet Jackson, Kendrick Lamar, and The Weeknd. Hey, Dukes, you an impartial uh fifth party of those groups so far. Which one would you whose album you buying first? Come on, I might, I might go for the vibes. Hey, the vibes is real with that album, man. Yeah. All right, y'all. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know about Bob Marley and Michael Jackson. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> My vocals is Aretha and, and uh, Mike and Bob, right? But, yeah, he he owed that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he he it all. Hey, hey, Buffalo Soldier. Hey, <laughs> so when they perform, is Aretha gonna dance too? 
or no? No, we ain't got to dance like that. You know, he's standing still. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We ain't got to dance like that. Mike is the show. You got Mike up there dance like his motherfucker. Come on now. You know, we about, she ain't got to so move Bob around gonna, like that. Bob is going to be on the side, too? Hey, no, Bob will be out there playing all kind of shit. He'll be singing his song, <laughs> moving around. Like, Bob didn't sit still, either. Like, you know, some of these people saying, moving around. Aretha uh, ain't got to do all of that. She ain't got to do all of that. You got other cats out there. Pharrell will be hopping around and shit. Like, she ain't got to do all of that. <laughs> she ain't Jimmy on the guitar on the side. Like, she ain't got to do all of that. She can lean on Jimmy while Mike out there moonwalking. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's stupid. Like, bro, we can do this. Again, I'm just because our group fanatics ain't just like y'all. Don't mean we in a group around here. We get it done. Exactly. <laughs> <For> solo project. <laughs> <laughs> and they all going to just keep working with Pharrell going forward, fam. Hey, yes. And we're going to make it ha- magic, baby. Oh, shit. Magic. Oh, boy. That was funny. That's, I'm, yeah, that's. <laughs> Shell said in the comments Marley and Aretha on a Pharrell beat. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You got to get the three count first and then we out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the four count, the four count. Yeah, and then we out of here, bro. We just give our four count, and then we Bob might so woke up this morning. Like tomorrow, he might just just lead it off, bro. He's in the background, like getting their shit off. <laughs> hey. Mike comes to, oh no, <laughs> Jimmy hits you with the brown round, like bro, like yeah, bro, we good, we out here. What you oh, talking about? Multi platinum world tours. World tours. We already set up for the solo wax. Hey, that's for the metaverse, my nigga. That ain't for the Hey, listen, hologram away. We got it. (laughs) This man said, you know what? Let's wrap up the show. That's that's a perfect way (laughs) to end this here. Um, we hope y'all enjoy the episode. If you are in the Wisconsin area or you're also affected by uh the weather, we hope that y'all are safe out here, taking care of yourselves. And um Quick announcement. Hey, next week, we're going to have some news for y'all, so buckle on up. That being said, people don't listen to this part of the episode normally, so I just told like five people probably like... Just tell Shells. Right. Hey, hey, Shells, we got an announcement coming, so... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but no, if y'all want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, and the PSN streets. I'm still out of breath from laughing. Um, at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E, because... Your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. At your world champion, need to make some better moves on the bio market Milwaukee. Oh, on Twitter. That's all you get? Here. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. I'm Harris 216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy. T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Catch'em, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Don't forget, got to see it through, my boy. Y'all have a good week. Bye, y'all.